What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here, but another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast. New, 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 new world You're on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish, the King of Kings, the King of Content, and the Speaker of Truth, yours truly, the Notorious new, One, new, 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 new a.k.a. Mr. Coach Alini, better known as the Prognosticator, Coach Radamus. You're in the Desert Storm bunker with EWF. And CGAC got Allah and the eight-time demonetized champion of YouTube. You in here with the best edutainment here on this platform and worldwide international coach gang. Stand up. You in here with the man with more nicknames in the game. And he wonders why it's so hard for me to sit back here in this studio. Looking at a guy out here hollering my name. Indeed. All right. And with that being said, it is Tuesday. So. Shout out to Tuesday. Slow Tuesday. Get ready for your gordita. All right. Shout out to you. And as a matter of tradition, what we'll do now is we'll please rise. Everybody, please rise and remove your hats to salute our Slow Tuesday ladies out here. What's the question? What's your body count? What? What's your body count? Body count? 260. I'm not going to lie. No, not your, your body count. What do you mean? How many? Three, 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 three. Oh, no, she's way more lightweight than I am. Ma'am, how many bodies have you had sex with? Oh, no, I can't count that. <laughs> no, I cannot. Let's just say it's more than the 10 fingers, okay? All right. All right. Shout out to her. It's more than the 10 fingers. Them 10 fat chubby fingers, sausage fingers out there. All right. Look, man, we got a great show for you today. Today, why men aren't here to please women. I know, man. I got the ninjas that are ready for the manosphere to die. Hasn't that conversation died down? The manosphere is dead tomorrow. We're talking about something else. But uh, I have them on the button like, oh, boy, I can't wait to edit this video. This ninja is going to give some Andrew Tate type advice. Shout out to Andrew Tate. This ninja is going to give some trollo gatekeeper device advice. All right. No, but I'm going to clear some things up for some of you ninjas. Now, here's the thing. The people who are going to disagree with this message, I appreciate you for being here. I'm going to show you a video of the men who are going to disagree with this message. Roll the film. Yeah, see, the men who disagree with my message, this is how they treat their girls. All right, that's how they treat their women. And they're going to be like, no, you're supposed to treat a woman like a queen. A queen. She's supposed to be yours. 
She's supposed to be your everything. Don't leave me, leave me, leave me. Don't go, don't go. Here, here you ninjas go right here. All right, enough, enough of that. We'll show that clip a little bit later. That's how that is how men are raised to believe they're supposed to be in the presence of a woman. When she give you that sweet little punani, that peace leave. You're supposed to be like that. You're supposed to do whatever. Lord, 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 help me, Lord. Like <laughs> that guy will get more credit than what I'm about to teach you men today. That guy right there. Women be like, yeah, that's how the men supposed to be over your punani. All right. Not I. We're going to tell you and exactly why women are not men are not here to please women. This is going to be opposite, almost opposite of everything you've been inducted and instructed and told. Now, there's also going to be a group of men that say I'm in an equal partnership and we're going to dispel that myth by making two points about your so-called equal partnership. And we're going to ask you. If you believe you're in an equal partnership, we're going to ask you to challenge that today. So anyone who disagrees with me, of course, I got to troll you. Of course, I got to troll you. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. I'm going to ask you to challenge your equal partnership today in order to prove your point. So if you do want to do a mashup on my video and you can say this guy's crazy. I'm going to ask you to challenge it and you're going to have to bring your equal partner spouse on the video. All right. And, and please invite me up because I'm going to challenge you in your so-called equal partnership right on the spot. All right. Otherwise, it's going to stand that men aren't here to please women. Indeed, not at all. I'm not happy. Not at all. <laughs> all right. And I'm going to tell you why later on in this show. But do me a favor. Hit the like button. And we got a lot of things. We got doom and gloom CGA coming up. We got episode, a long episode of Straggle and Sniggle. There's so much straggling and sniggling going on in this world. I, I'm, I'm going to just stay in business doing the Straggle and Sniggle. What I might do is go to Twitch and just do episodes of Straggle and Sniggle, Sniggle on Twitch. That might be a show within itself. Straggle and Sniggle show. <laughs> right? We got Straggle and Sniggle coming up. We got Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos getting married. <laughs> what are we doing? Jeff Bezos marrying that old piece of calico, that old, she's a puma at this point. She ain't even a cougar. All right, she a puma. This is she a saber-toothed tiger at this point. Mm. All right, this, he's marrying the saber-toothed tiger. All right, and so Tony the tiger. We got we got Jeff Bezos getting uh, apparently he's going to get married again. And we're going to we're going to we're going to show you who he's marrying, man. You know what I mean? We going we got to do what we got to do Jeff Bezos. I mean no harm. I'll take at least 10 pieces of your rice. If you know what I mean, you know what I mean. <laughs> All right. If you've been to the show where we measured Jeff Bezos's rice, I'll take 10 pieces of rice, please. Yeah, this is going to be the divorce great to kingdom come. But uh, yeah, she about to get her bag and run. Hey, I don't mind. Got to get my bag and run. <laughs> uh, Yeah. And to contribute to the day show, dollar sign the notorious CGA on the cash app. Coach Greg Adams TV on Venmo. PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams, and that is pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You can also super chat on the Notorious CGA channel. New, 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 new world and this order. is the best live stream on YouTube, so we're going to get right into it without further ado and acknowledge the earlier contributors to today's show. 
Ladies love. Cool C is in the building. He says, give the Lost Angeles Fakers the buzzer. What did I tell you about them Denver Nuggets? I'm on point. The other series, way off track. I didn't think Miami had it in them. Uh, but Jimmy Butler is Hemi. And uh, I did say the Denver Nuggets will win the NBA World Championship, and they will. Um, they will, unless Jimmy Butler shows out. Uh, Jimmy Butler can close up the Celtics here. But the last three possessions for LeBron James, come on, man. You know what I mean? And if you know anything, if you had a little bit of money on the game, you already know you pissed off. <laughs> right? Anyway, you pissed off by the last two minutes of that game. you like, bruh, if you know, you know. But LeBron, bruh, what are you doing, man? What are you doing? You swing passing it to uh, 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 Reeves wide open. They're leaving you wide open. Yo, you just look at the last two minutes of the game. Wide open. The defender sagging off below the free throw line. LeBron with two minutes left dribbling the ball. And then he swing passes it through uh, whatever the name, uh, Dennis Schroeder over to Reeves. Austin with two minutes left. That, bruh. What are you doing? Then. Next possession, he comes down, he hits that running baseline floater off the top of the backboard, bruh. Mm. <laughs> what? All right, off the top of the backboard, leading to a transition opportunity for the Nuggets. They don't foul. They don't foul. With 26 seconds left, Nuggets have the ball. They don't foul. They get a rebound. A lucky rebound at that with three seconds left. They advance at half court. And then he drives the ball down to Ninja. Mm. <laughs> like, what? Wait, what? <laughs> mm. I'm confused. I'm confused as hell by this game. By the way, the total was 224 at that particular point. And I'm sitting there like, what the fuck? All right. If you know, you know. I'm sitting there like, yo, what are we doing? Man, this ninja saving points. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, shout out to the goat. Hey, um, he says not an accident. Trust, trust. You already know. And check this out. Check this out. Michael Jordan will forever. Remember, I said if LeBron could take this team to the championship, he might be considered in the conversation. Check this out. Michael Jordan, greatest of all time. End of discussion. End of discussion. No more discussion ever. If LeBron tires, he had a good career. Michael Jordan's the goat. He's Michael Jordan's a go. LeBron ain't it, but he's the, he's the third best. Shout out to John Angelo. Good morning. CGA last night's show was hilarious. Had me singing along. Best show on YouTube if you missed it. If you missed it, I was singing Beyonce songs last night. All right. Uh, anyway, shout out to you. Joe K says, Coach Tells No Lies. My first piece of peace leave from 08 reached out to me on Facebook asking for $40. Ninja. Yikes. He says, yo, rent due out here. Yo, rent's due, motherfucker. Yo, Joe K, I've been telling you, man, rent due. I'm in a bind, Nate. Rent due out here. Hey, man, it's getting tough. It's getting hectic for everybody. I understand, man. It's getting hectic out here. All right, but uh, an old piece of peace leave reached out. He didn't hit them skins for 15 years, and she reached out for $40. Ninja, man, crazy. Crazy. Shout out to I am says Hong Kong's Tijuana for MW. Wait, MW, MDW. Norgadita's just baddies. Hong Kong's Tijuana. I don't even know what MDW is, but I shout out to you. You're going to Hong Kong instead of the because 
are um what is MVW? I'm trying to figure it out. That uh, anyway. Uh, by the way, I, I, I'm assuming I, I don't want to make any judgments about the people and the women of Hong Kong. Are you comparing them? They're no gorditas or they're baddies. I got to go to Hong Kong. All right. Fistful of 20s out there. What is the MDW, by the way? All right. Let me see here. Where do we at? Dr. Thunder here to support you, bro. Shout out to you and supporting you as well. All right. Uh, watch. I watch your show a couple of days a week and it's pretty good. I appreciate the uh, I appreciate you bringing the the conversations at the level that you bring them. You know what I mean? You give a definitely different perspective and your perspective is much appreciated in this space. All right. What is MDW? Anybody know? They're better. All right. I don't know. All right. Shout out to everybody over on. It's uh, Roberto Moreno. I'm back, fellas. I was going to try to prove CGA wrong, but CGA is undefeated. Free agent lifestyle for light. Oh, man. All right. Uh, Roberto Moreno had him a boo for about six days. <laughs> All right. Roberto Moreno had a boo for about six days. I'm going to make this work. And then I'm going to come on CGA show and say, I found the love of my life. Our love coach is like no other love. And I got a girl who's mine, all mine. I got a girl in my life after six days. Oh, subscribe to Dr. Thunder show, by the way. Yeah, put his link in the box. I Henry put it over there. We'll give Dr. Thunder his due. Go, go ahead and put his link in um, and uh, somebody link it in the free agent lifestyle as well. Thank you, Henry. Roberto Moreno said, I got a girl who's mine, all mine. I got a girl in my life. This ninja, and then six days. He's been gone for six freaking days. And she was smothering in him, love bombing him. He was in that joy juice. He was in there, Roski. I know when a ninja really fall in love with a woman, right? At under 30, when she giving you the raw guts. She giving you them raw guts, not that condom gut. You know what I mean? Where the girl's like, you feel it? Isn't it great? Isn't this the best punani you had? I'm like, I got a condom on. I don't feel nothing. Barely. You can't feel the juices on you until the juices are dripping up and down. All right. Now, when the juices are dripping up and down, Roski, now you can feel it. I can feel it. I'll be like Michael Jackson. Can you feel it? Can you feel it? Can you feel it? You got them things on land leaking on you. That's a whole different jump, man. I've been telling you, women don't count condom sex. They don't count condom sex. I know there was a guy that said on my show, he, he tried to chop my show up telling him, and that's one of the points I was proving, condom sex don't count because women don't count it. I'm just going to let you know, they do not count that shit. They do not be like, what's your body count? They be like, mm, mm, mm. let's just say it's more than the 10 fingers. Now, if they counted the actual men that they had condom sex with, It'd be hundreds. They body counts be in the hundreds, Ninja. All right? They don't count that because it really it ain't the same. It's like simulated. It's like on some demolition man shit. It's like some simulation shit. All right? You're simulating the activity. I know people don't agree with me, but for real, there's a major difference between sex with a condom and sex without. It's a huge. The difference is night and day. Night and day. So when I say it don't count, Ninjas took that shit and ran with it. I don't care. It don't. It ain't. It don't count the same. It don't even count. It is what it is, man. It is what it is. It don't count the same. It don't even feel the same. It ain't even close. So, um, but when women do their body count, they don't count all the sugar daddies. 
and all the dudes they didn't have condom sex with. They don't. I'm just letting y'all know. <laughs> letting y'all know. Uh, it is what it is. But what happened with, let's stay on Mar Roberto Moreno's ass real quick. Pause. Let's get on his ass. All right. Because he tried to prove me wrong and had him a boo. And she let him hit Roski and the ninja fell in love. He fell in love. Yep. He fell in love. He fell in love with that juice. He got the first time. He got that juice for the first time. And he's like, Lord, I'll take you. I'll make you my wife. He was wrapped in that warm embrace. He was like, what? Is this what it feels like? Oh. My warm embrace. Roberto Moreno. And I make it last forever. <laughs> he was gone. Babe, I catch gone. Forever. When you let me wrap you in. All right. Then he found out another dude was beating it up, Roski, too. Yep. And then just shot up the club and all that. That's when you know you in bad shape, ninjas brothers. When you let when she lets you hit Roski and you shoot up the club, ninja. You in bad shape. You in bad shape. You're gonna be in bad shape, ninja. Not only do you do it once, you do it multiple times. You just you just taking the gamble of your life, right? You gambling every time you hit, you just leaving it in. Roar three times a day for the first week. Roberta Moreno, your girl pregnant, by the way. Your girl's pregnant that you just broke up with. She got your baby. She got your baby. So Roberto was like, I'm coming back. I'm a free agent. I did fall in love with them sugary walls, but I'm good now. All right, I'm good. I'm back. She, she proved herself wrong. And then you're going to get that call in 28 days. That phone call going to be like, ring, 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 ring. You're going to be like, hi. She's going to be like, hi, Poppy. She's going to be like, I'm Peppy. She pregnant, fam. She coming back with that baby. She coming back with that baby. So anyway, <laughs> hi, daddy. She gonna be like, him, daddy. She got your baby. <laughs> he over here laughing. He's on the free. He's on the notorious channel. He knows I'm right. He knows everything I'm saying is 100 percent right, brothers. I know she calling you up. You didn't shout up the club. She pregnant. All right, shout out to my man Sean. Jay in the building, he says, uh, all your content is great, boss. Do you think the guilt of pleasing her is the reason that Kobe died? He had to overperform while providing a life she never imagined. Remember that show that ended with sit, boo-boo, sit, good dog? He says, your it's barbecue in there has me rolling at the end. Oh, shout out to you. Uh, yeah, he, uh, you know, I don't want to speak ill of the dead, but definitely Kobe was on a mission to make his wife uh, to satisfy his wife. Right. And um, I don't want to speak about ill about them because, you know, people feel about them. And I, I was, I was in the, we were in the same community. Um, most of Kobe's tail end of his life. I lived in the same neighborhood around the same neighborhood as him for a good uh, six years, six to 10 years. So he was a part of my life on a regular basis, meaning I would see him once a week or see his kids or see his, his wife, and um, again, I'm not here to throw dirt on them. She was not seems like a not to she was not always a pleasant person to see. Right. When you saw her people, you know, the 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 idea of her, I'm not trying to speak dead, <laughs> ill about their family, but she was not a happy person. 
All right. I got the impression she was not happy. I only seen her smiling and talking happy one time. Now, of course, it's difficult to be her and all that. But um, I was under the impression that he was always trying to perform, overperform to please her. And it was mission impossible, mission impossible. And I can only imagine uh, what he had to live through to try to make her happy. And many times, you know, and also, you know, he was messing with other women. I mean, I mean, we know about the woman in Colorado. At least there's one rumored to be many. So it was a, definitely a hard thing for him to do. I, I, I can understand that bad. And um, yeah, man, I mean, listen, then he did what he did to actually try to make some things happen. I don't know if you know the entire story of the, you know, that night, that day, you know, I lived in the same area as him. That day was completely foggy. It was the heart. It was the foggiest day I ever seen um, in Southern California that day. And I remember that day before I got the news, I drove down Newport coast um, to get to, I can't remember where I was going, but I was going to get somewhere early in the morning. That's, I think it was a Sunday morning and I was driving. I couldn't even see going down the hill. I mean, it was bad fog, but the previous night, I think he was at a basketball game in New York. He was in the pre the previous night. He was in a basketball game in New York. I believe Carmelo Anthony, somebody was breaking a record or something like that. He was in a basketball game in New York. So he was there. He flew all the way back. Then that morning got up to do the helicopter ride to go to the AAU game. So he was doing a lot. It was Philly. It was some game. I can't remember the game, but he was at some game on the East Coast that previous night. It was LeBron, right? LeBron passed him up on the scoring list. That's what it was. Philly game. So he was there on the East Coast that previous night, flew in back to the West Coast, got up early in the morning around seven, six o'clock in the morning to make this helicopter ride to get up to um, somewhere near Santa Barbara or outside of Ventura County for this. He was doing too much. My man was doing a lot. And uh, all of this kind of just kind of what you do as a husband when you have kids, when you're trying to fulfill everybody's need, right? You're trying to fulfill everybody's need. You're trying to fulfill your wife's need, your kids need, you're fulfilling your need. And this ninja was on a constant, it was sad to see, man. But listen, I don't want to get involved in that too much because, you know, people do have feelings about Kobe. And Kobe changed the world because after he died, all hell broke loose. <laughs> right. After he died, I mean, before before that, it was starting off. 2020 was starting off a little weird. After he died, he sent down he sent down ravens. He sent down demons to the earth. Hey, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Moose Hefner says, I was doing laundry yesterday next to a plasma center, and young women were in and out of that plasma center like it was Starbucks. You guys got to know, man, today, today, women are in bad shape financially, and they're making, they're making decisions. They're making some decisions that are going to affect them for the rest of their lives. And I want you to know this as a guy. All right. So you have plasma centers. They're doing some shit out here. And not only are they in bad shape, men are in bad shape. So thus, be careful when you're dealing with them. Be careful when you're dealing with them. You're not going to see it unless you get to the dark side. So like doing that or you have a red pill job. We call them red pill jobs. You're a bartender. You're a, a hair designer. You're a personal trainer. You're a security guard at a at a hotel you work in the hotel and food services industry you uh personal did i say personal trainer you're a bouncer all right at a nightclub you're not gonna see it unless you're on that side right um 
and um, uh, Planned Parenthood. If you're near a Planned Parenthood, Ninja, go go near one. You're going to be like, God dang, bro. They out here doing some things. Think of thing, things. All right. Don't think they're going to their guys. You have one job, right? If you are employed with one job, you're broke. <laughs> like you're struggling. Even if you, you know, your age, you're, you're 35 and your job pays $60,000 a year. You still like, <laughs> you're still like, what the fuck's going on out here? Imagine women. Now imagine women. I don't want to hear about them strong and independent queens. Uh, that they're they're exempt. They're exception to the rule. I'm talking about imagine the the average stock factory issued regular everyday girl who works at Rite Aid, bags groceries. You know what I mean? They they like uh, the medical assistant. Now imagine that girl. All right, she is a bartender. Uh, imagine that chick. She broke ninja. There's no way she's making it. I know because they be out here at the junior college, Liddy. It's actually crazy. They be out here doing some, yeah, hairstylists. They're they're not cutting it, man. Don't think that, don't ever believe that they're ahead of you financially. Because number one, it's more expensive for them to maintain their status of life. It's way more expensive. It's not even close. Their expenses outweigh us. Their maintenance bills Far away as I so you look at me. I'm in an old Navy t-shirt for the last six years. Right? You've been seeing me wearing since uh, pretty much the same version of t-shirts every day. All right. I ain't trying to impress nobody around here. I can live simple. I can live simple. Them, on the other hand, they can't. So on that virtue, on that basis, if they're on the same level at you at the same job, they're they're broker than you. Mm. Not only that, they're not um, they're not uh, they don't save money. They tend to not have good credit. So just know that. Yep, I cut my own hair. I trim my own beard. All right, I don't go out and have people do too much maintenance on me unless I'm feeling feeling that way. All right, look. And ladies, just let just let just, just listen. If you're broke, just say that. Ladies, if you're broke, listen. Here's the thing. When I say women are broke, people think I'm talking negative about them. I'm just making men aware because they'll tell you broke ninjas you're broke, and you'll literally be broke. Right. So they'll be correct in their assessment. You're broke. The reason why she says you're broke is because you can't main your, maintain your life and hers. So she sees you as broke because you can't keep up with your life and hers. That's broke to her. But she doesn't see herself as broke because even though she sees herself as being able to uh, deserve an equal in, in, outcome in terms of income at jobs the same as men, she also sees that men should be able to pay into her life. So there's a reason for her to be broke. You, on the other hand, mm. <laughs> all right, you, on the other hand, they don't count themselves as broke. They're like, well, I'm not broke. I got a punani and somebody going to pay for this. Mm. It's a crazy thing, man. Ladies, how, that's how they work. Wait a minute. Who are you? That's how they work. <laughs> all right, let's get to it. This is already going to be a long show. Let's get a little doom and gloom CGA in the building. It's a little doom and gloomy. All right. Um, speaking of speaking of, we have June 1st around the corner. As you know, it is the 23rd of May. As we're reporting from this show, do a baby favor, hit the like button. 23rd of May, we have the deadline of July, uh, June 1st, in which the uh, the Joe Biden has flew, flown back from Japan to meet with um, uh, the Republicans on trying to decide if they can meet, have a have an agreement. 
on meeting our debt obligations. All right, this is basically the deadline. This has been the deadline for forever. And of course, this conversation comes up quite often. But in fact, this might be the first time that we don't meet these obligations because the Democrats and Republicans are way far separated. In fact, they're also saying that if they do come through an agreement, they still have to push it through the House and the Senate, which they are assuming that the House is going to keep the bill and argue over it over about seven days. Then it passes to the Senate. They're going to argue about it three to four days. So it looks like we're not going to hit June 1st. We're not going to hit that deadline. Okay. And if we don't hit that deadline, people are anticipating shit to hit the fan. All right. Meaning that interest rates are going to go berserk. All right. And so even if they meet the deadline, uh, with the, even if they come to an agreement after that, it could send the market into a expected decline of 45%. All right. Shit's going to hit the fan. I mean, you it's kind of like when you don't pay your bills um, or you bounce a check or you, you know, your account goes left. Well, then you get the money a week later, five weeks later, or wherever it is. You can settle that account, but you're going to have late fees. Shit going to start bouncing. Your Netflix account's going to close, and then you're going to have to reopen it. So there is going to be a reverberation. There is going to be a domino effect. So, yes, we could get this deadline. Well, we're not going to meet the deadline. We could get this thing fixed, but if it's still after June 1st, it's still going to cause a little bit of calamity and panic. All right? So... We're going to get a wake-up call here in the next few days, not even weeks. We're down to the last seven days of getting a wake-up call. And whatever that wake-up call shall be, I wish that you're prepared for this. And this is what I'm here to do to inform you. Yes, we talk more about, we talk about other things other than women. All right. Now, speaking of Democrats, we got Professor President Barack Obama doing the unthinkable. Shout out to President Obama. He's doing the unthinkable. And now let's go ahead and take you to you can't make this shit up. And Barack Obama, take it away. Ms. Watts, yes. I have your lunch. Thank you. I want you to check on it to make sure it, uh, it meets your approval. Oh, oh wow. That looks pretty good. Yes, it does. Now, so you got the catfish. Yes. Hold up. President Obama, you are not handing out catfish to sisters. Please tell me that you didn't just say that. President, Mr. Obama, I already knew y'all ninjas was handing out catfish to ninjas. But are you passing out catfish <laughs> to black women? Say it ain't so. Let's take you back to that. Let's rewind that just a little bit. Mr. Obama, this is voter fraud. This is tampering of votes right here. I have your lunch. Thank you. I want you to check on it to make sure it uh, it meets your approval. Oh, oh wow. Okay. That looks pretty good. Yes, it does. Yeah, so you got the catfish. Yes, sir. And the hot sauce. Okay, I'm ready. The good news about my lunch deliveries, <laughs> you don't need to tip. Oh, my. You don't need the tip or you don't need to tip. Is this the cat? The, the, guys, the DNC is literally handing out catfish to people, to sisters and black people. This cannot be real, man. I just don't understand how this is a stereotype. <laughs> Let me see here. Let me see if I can find the uh, thing that I, I forgot to pull it up here. Let me see here. If I can pull up the clip. I might be able to pull it up 
Uh, let me see if I can pull it up real quick. I might get a copyright for this here. Let me see here. All right, so let's go ahead and pull it up. Apparently, uh, Dave Chappelle wants to chime in about the catfish himself. Let's see if he can pull this up. Dave Chappelle, what's going on with the catfish, brother? You know what? He can have my fish. God damn! Thank you very, very much. I appreciate that a lot. All right, Dave Chappelle said it's not catfish. All right. Dave Chappelle said it ain't catfish. All right. So maybe we're wrong, but I did. Maybe it's AI. Maybe it's something else. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Dave Chappelle suggested that it's not catfish. But per- here we have evidence and proof of voter tampering by apparently, allegedly, allegedly tampering. I can't say they're doing it. All right. Um, the DNC, President Obama himself, is running around passing out catfish. Thank you. I want you to check on it to make sure it uh, it meets your approval. Oh, oh wow. That looks pretty good. Yes, it does. Yeah, so you got the catfish. Oh, man, the catfish. <laughs> man, we need, to, we, need some, we need some new legislation involved as to not be able to hand out catfish. This is a significant disadvantage for any political party or anybody running against this group, if he's able to run around and hand deliver catfish. Mm. <laughs> All right. So anyway, man, listen, sometimes remember what I told you about stereotypes. You know what I mean? Stereotypes are real. They're true. You can't just cherry pick on stereotypes. I like the stereotype, so I'll keep it. Yeah, I got a big Johnson. I got a big Johnson. But the other stereotypes are like, that's negative. No, 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 mm. no. No, no, no. You got to dispel all stereotypes or keep all like uh, you got to accept them all. You can't just be like, I'll cherry pick the good shit. Yeah, I'm dangerous. I'm a thug. I'll whoop your ass. And then somebody whoop your ass on the bus and you'd be like, call Amalams. Call Amalams. All right. You tried to use that. What? 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 I'll whoop your ass. What? What? Remember that? Then all of a sudden you get your ass whooped and then you're like, call Amalams. Yeah. So you tried to use the scary black man stereotype to to intimidate the person. And then you got your ass whooped and then call Amalams. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, John Morant. Yeah. John Morant's another example. So um, anyway, that was doom and gloom CGA. Uh, let's see here. Martin says, coach, a few minutes ago, I was promoted at my HR job. He says, no, I didn't have to throw anyone under the bus to get it either. I worked while listening to you. Let's shout out to the brothers, man. We're getting a lot of people telling us promoted. They're starting their business. Their business is taking off. They're making the most money possible. Shout out to you, brothers. Miss Midwest Finest says last night's dream was classic. You should do a stream breaking down R&B lyrics. Yeah, man. The Beyonce lyrics was crazy. All right. Henry Resilient. I don't care what nobody says. Kobe, Kobe loved his wife. He made Lamborghini put it. Put in that automatic transmission because his wife couldn't drive a stick. We miss him. Yeah, he did love his wife. He he was in love. I mean, he was literally in love with her. That doesn't mean, and ladies, just because a man's in love with you does not mean he's not going to stick his prick in another woman. I don't know why they keep confusing that. There's no such, there's no comparison between love and sex. Sex is a recreational activity that has a lot of danger to it. (laughs) All right, just to let you know. But uh, when we put morality and all of these religious contexts to it, yeah, I get it. So when you want to throw religion on top of sex, which I don't understand because sex existed way before religion, but do you? 
<laughs> all right. Sex was being had before your God in Christ, before your God and your son, God's son came down to the earth. Well, not before God, but you neither know. All right. Neither here nor there. But uh, it's a nice, fun, cardiovascular, very healthy activity when done properly. Has nothing to do with love. In fact, I don't even think the first few people having sex were ever in love. But that's neither here nor there. It is a dangerous activity. Doesn't mean swimming can be dangerous. Swimming's very dangerous. That don't stop white people from going out there just loving it. Nobody likes water like white folks. All right. They love water. They love cold, snow, mountains, heights, rain, sleet. They be out there in camouflage waiting for a deer to come across like in the in the in the dew, in the rain, stepping in mud. They love that shit. Dangerous activities doesn't mean it's not good and fun. It's fun. All right. So swimming's dangerous as well. You can lose your life every time you jump in the water. <laughs> right. Yeah. So doesn't mean it's bad. Well, it's dangerous. So it's a lot of things we do. Driving basically tanks on the freeway full of gas is dangerous. <laughs> but we still do it anyway. So, yes, Kobe loved his wife. He also liked the pleasures of the female. This is alleged. <laughs> Travel with Mateo says working in the ED night shift will red pill you. All right. ED. Is that the, the emergency night shift? What, what am I? What are we doing here? What's the ED? You mean the ER? I don't know what that is. All right. But uh, yes, we need some red pill jobs. All right, shout out to Delta Fox. Lauren Sanchez will be going to space in 2024 as part of an all-female crew under Bezos's space company. All right, and he says, and she is a pilot, and none of that matters. She is still an old skeezer after Bezos's money. All right, shout out to you. I'm thinking emergency room is what he was talking about. We're going to get into the Lauren Sanchez thing. I didn't know she was going to space. Boy, she positioned herself pretty well. And that is on her back. All right. But yeah, the ERO working night shift on the ER. How many, how many brothers have worked in the ER on the night shift and had women come in with all kind of stuff stuck all? Never mind. I am says the oh Memorial Day weekend, Hong Kong is Juco Heaven. Man, please don't tempt me. Don't tempt me with them Hong Kong chicks, man. You know I have a weakness. Definitely. Because I will be all up in any Asian country losing all control. All right. So I think I caught up. Let me get a couple of things here. The ER is crazy. Shout out to all my medical people here on the show. All right. The ER be crazy out here. Yeah. Hong Kong is the real passport. Oh, shh. Don't tell him. Don't tell these people, man. That Don't tell. Oh, STDs and stuff. The ER STDs coming, coming with the itchy scratchy. All right, crazy. Let's go to Stragglers. Speaking of itchy, scratchy, Stragglers Sniggle Theater. Uh, this is going to be a lengthy one, so buckle up. Hey, ride with me if you ride with me. You can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky. Come get high with me. That's a deal, right? Somebody said the ER for STIs. Yeah, they probably peacefully be on fire, like flames shooting out of it, burning. They like, put it out, put it out. <laughs> All right, anyway. All right, what are we doing here? Straggling Cynical Theater. This is going to be a lengthy one, so let's get it started. The first one is going to be the woman we talked about yesterday who they've managed to censor 
the video so that I can show it on YouTube. By the time I had it, I could not show it because it was not censored. But there's a woman walking around with a dress, a very thin dress. I'm sure it's one of those uh, whatever. I can't remember what they call it on Fashion Nova. One of these Fashion Nova dress. But it's a black woman. And this piece leave, this kitty cat is fat. It's a fat kitty. All right. And she's in the mall with her coochie out. I've been telling you. As many other people have been telling you. This is biblical. I said women are going to be walking around naked, titties out, cootie cat out. And uh, there's nothing going to be done to them. Let's take a look. And so here we go. I'm not going to play the volume. So this woman, they're, they're censoring it. By the way, you when you see the video, it's on my Twitter. Her whole kitty cat is out. It's a fat one, too. It's a fat cootie cat. And she's walking around with it out. Look at her. Look at this. What are we doing? And there's family members in the back. This is indecent exposure. I mean, come on, man. And look at this hip. Fatness everywhere. But look at the pride that this straggle is walking around with. This disgusting. I mean, at least make it a good looking girl. I mean, she's a she's a decent looking girl with that. I don't know about the wig and that. I'm talking about a hottie, not no thick, you know, th this thick thing is getting out of control. Let's just look. She stands there, she opens her skirt. When you see the uncensored, she stands there and she splits her legs to reveal the cootie cat. It's unbelievable. Mm. And it looked like a stinking piece of cootie cat, too, man. I mean, it, look, and look at this, man. Boy, black women, y'all need to get yourself together. That brother back there looking. There goes a flat back Kaylee. All right. But there's a kid right there. There's a child. These people, man, are demonic. There's a man turning his head afterwards. And let's just say she had panties on. This is still indecent exposure. All right. Even if she had panties, because all, all I mean, come on. And she's walking with pride. I mean, listen, when you have nothing, you do shit like this. And, of course, she's promoting her, her, her social media by doing it. There's a baby stroller there. There's a family. Everybody's minding their own business. And this is what these people choose to do. Now, this is because we can't tell them shame is removed. We can't tell them they're doing something wrong because they got to the point where everything's right. There's, there's nothing wrong. The world's on its, on its head. You can't scold them. You can't arrest them. She'll claim... um. She's being abused or they'll she, she'll claim some racial discrimination. Uh, women will come out. Women should be able to walk out with their cootie cat. And then when people start grabbing them by the cootie cat, they're going to be mad. All right. Because I can't stop guys from like, I'm trying to protect you woman walking around with your cootie cat out. There's a ninja that will grab you by the cootie. I mean, I'm just letting you know right now they're going to grab you by it. And I'm just going to look like, Shouldn't have walked around with your cootie cat out. But don't be mad when he grabs you by the cootie because he going to do it. All right. <laughs> it's crazy, man. We've lost. We've lost all semblance of control and morality is dead. So I've been telling you for a long time. I'm not a moralist. I'm not a moralist. I am definitely on the dark side and it is what it is. And there's no I'm unapologetic about it. So if you try to have a moral discussion on Coach Greg Adams, you're in the wrong department. All right. I'm not a moral. I'm not a moral channel. All right. I'm a channel about we deserve traditionalism for a reason. It's order. I'm a order of God, order of man type of person. Let's return back to the order of God, order of man. That's probably going to make things a little more stable. This is what it looks like when chaos is allowed. And when they slowly chip away at allowing things, this is how far it goes because then there's no foul. So if you want morality, 
you're going to have to decide how you want a war around here. How much blood are you willing to drip? All right, that's the only way to have this battle won. And I'm not saying you what you should do, but that's the only way. Having a conversation, having debates, having top, it's, it's useless to bring it back to where it was. I'm telling you, this is doom and gloom time. All right, and it's going to be continuing, and I'm going to continue to have content. So do not be mad at me. You moralists, good luck out here. <laughs> you just want to have a moral conversation. Morality is dead. It's gone. And no amount of uh, shaming is going to work. It's It's gone, gone. Matter of fact, did you see what's going on with the Dodgers? <laughs> the Dodgers? The Dodgers took a knee. The Dodgers buckled. Oh, my God. The Dodgers. We done, man. Oh, look, religion, especially the Christian religion, I'm not picking on you. But it's a wrap for y'all. And it was a wrap in 2020, I called it. It was a wrap even slightly before that, but it's a wrap. I was, you guys don't have no leg up in here. Okay. The Dodgers has a pride event. Just so to clear it up, I'm not going to spend too much time on it. The, the LA Dodgers have a pride event. And so they're going to turn their logo rainbow. Probably the players are going to wear it too. But what, but what they're going to do is because pride, pride Month is coming up in June. So they invited a bunch of Pride people to their stadium for a Pride Day. But one of the groups was offensive to the Catholics because they are kind of like, um, they poke fun, fun at their religion. The Catholics are like, these people are making fun, satirical fun, and the people are like masquerading like uh, nuns I am, and the Pope or whatnot. But they're rainbow. Now, this, this group of of the entire pride group that's going to be there, that specific group, the Dodgers canceled them. The Dodgers said, this group can't come. <laughs> right. And then they got, they got bite back from the entire reading rainbow community. And then the group, the Dodgers buckled and took a knee and invited the group back and apologized to the entire reading rainbow community. It's a wrap. By the way, these people aren't even fan of the Dodgers. <laughs> like the Dodgers, man, they do, do the Dodge. I'm like these groups of people coming in on Pride Day probably don't even watch the Dodgers. Why are we even like? What are they gonna do? So they wrote a whole letter apologizing to the entire Rainbow community. They bent the knee. It's a wrap. They don't watch no sports. They don't give a damn. They buckle. So I'm like, man, please. Please. Oh, and I think the majority of the people who were offended, obviously the Dodgers has a, a, a great amount of Latino and Mexican-Americans that watch their team. And a lot of them are Catholic. So they would have been offended. They're going to be offended by this particular group because they mock Catholicism. And of course, the Dodgers bit the knee to who? Not the, not the fans, not the Catholics, not the Mexican-Americans. They bend the knee to the rainbow who ain't even watching the Dodgers. Yo. Unbelievable. Hey man, moral morality's gone. I'm not in the, I'm not in the discussion. You can have that discussion on your own. All right. Uh anyway, getting back to straggle and sniggle. We have a straggle. We have two straggles and a sniggle. All right. So here we go, right here. A guy caught sleeping in his girlfriend's Airbnb with this side piece. Let's take a look. I own I, I'm sorry. Oh, I gotta refresh it so you can see them. They're in an Airbnb on a mattress, a floor mattress. Here we go. Jeff. Jeff. I hope you slept well. 
you how you bring a bitch to my house? How do you bring a bitch to the house that I own that you just fucked me on that mattress yesterday? How did you bring a woman to my house? Ma'am, I don't have nothing against you. This, but I'm gonna need you to get out of my house right now. And I'm not even being disrespectful enough. First of all, let's do an assessment here. They don't look like they're in a rush to get up. They definitely don't look like it. He don't look like it. He looked like he wore that thing out. By the way, what is that on her face? And let's just take a look. Ninja's always talking about the prime Punani they getting. Look at him. He got muscles. He an old head. He ain't got shit to his name. And look who he's smashing. Look who he's smashing. Ninjas will smash anything. So let's put the rest and put the bed that Ninjas are getting prime peace leave out here. They not. That's number one. Number two, look at the size of this mattress and the size of these two human beings. How much good sex can you have? Number three. Number three, women are out here saying, I know my worth. Look at this woman. She's having sex with this ninja on a mattress on the floor. They don't know their worth. They don't know their worth. Do not believe that shit. They know their worth after they've been ran through on mattresses on floors. Ladies, all of you, the majority of you have been ran through on a mattress on the floor just like this. Just we're not going to play games out here. Oh, not me, coach. We're not playing games out here. So we have a lot going on. Not only that. The previous woman saying, we just had sex on that matches. Mm. I mean, <laughs> yo, let's get to it. Like that, but this is the house that I pay for, that I own. And you just fucked me yesterday on this same mattress, bro. How you fucking a bitch on a mattress? A, a mattress? Wait, you, this might be a skip, but she says, why you effing a chick on a mattress? You just said you got effed on this mattress. All right, but that's neither here nor there. Stuff. You, intuition never lies. You, you call. So the woman says, intuition never lies. <laughs> so in her mind, she's now like, I knew he was cheating on me. I knew he had another girl. Intuition never lies. Too late. He got the guts. Mm. He already got the guts, Roski, because you know that woman did not make him put on a condom. All right, so stop with the we are wear a condom. She didn't she didn't make him put one on. He hit that Roski. All right, um, intuition never lies. <laughs> but you on the floor mattress. <laughs> Talk about intuition never lies. You're at a you're at some house on a floor mattress. Oh, by the way, a lot of women do this. Here we go. Oh me, you. You, yeah, this is my house. I own. I, I'm sorry, this is my Airbnb. Actually, it, it, it seemed like it was. <laughs> oh man, this is crazy. Yeah, Lord, I oh the humanity. I know my worth, and I add tax to it. Whatever they come up with, you know your worth, ladies. How many of y'all got banged out on the floor mattress? Just, just you don't have to tell us. This is a rhetorical question. All right, but I already know the answer because I used to have a floor mattress. All right. I also, dude, it was the wildest shit I ever seen. Let's go to the next straggling sniggle. It's going to be um, karma. Apparently, allegedly, according to this source, a woman who was cheating on her husband died in the car while sleeping. Let me see here. Is she sleeping with the mechanic? She died while cheating on her husband with her car mechanic inside of a closed garage. Yeah, there you go. Now, we went from mattress to the car garage here. All right, so guys, they're giving up cheeks and less than what you provide. This is why we're going to say why men aren't here to please women. So apparently, this is a, a married woman 
take a look at her. I mean, he lost already. This is another reason why you're not here to please women. I mean, they're kind of a depreciating asset. I mean, yikes. Take a look at that photo. Then you have him. So they died because they left the car running in a closed garage. The car mechanic should have known. Yeah, look at God. Look at God, huh? The car mechanic should have known that this is not a good idea. Maybe they went on longer than you thought. But karma is a bitch out here. Karma, karma had a ball. So, hey, you know, you're going to sleep in a car garage with the car the car on. Yikes. Man, it's all bad out here, man. It's all bad out here. Women, men cheat more men or dogs. Man, women are out here doing some debauchery shit. By the way, you know the easiest thing they can do all day long is give up some bunani. It's the easiest thing a woman does. If she decides to give it up, she can give it up and be done in less than 10 minutes. And on and popping, pulling her panties up, pulling her pants down, her little skirt, shimmy, 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 and off. There she goes. And it would be done, been there, done that 10 minutes, and you wouldn't even know the difference. <laughs> you don't even know the difference. She back in your face. All right, anyway, sad idea. We got we got women's uh, straggles are out here taking L's today. All right, we got more straggles here in New Orleans, or as they call it, Nolens. Apparently, during the brunch, I, I'm assuming this is a Mother's Day brunch, all right, or a brunch. I don't know what restaurant this is in Nolens, but there was a brunch, and of course, a bunch of straggles showed up. I don't see one sniggle out here. I don't see many sniggles. But uh, judging from the attire of the restaurant, we got booty shorts. You know, this isn't a classy joint. This is almost a, this is a, this is a tail joint here. But apparently the straggle showed up for a brunch. Let's go ahead and see what the results are. And I have to censor it because the music in the background is juveniles. Back that ass up. All right, so let's take a look. Hear the music. And so now we got a, we got a couple of Medeas out here. We got a skinny booty straggle out there. We got a bunch of hair weave and whatnot. On the other side, this is the non-smoking section, apparently. The serious side, the church group. They don't, oh, there are some, wow, there's some big straggles. All right. What are we doing here, man? This is not a classy joint. Security guards ain't doing anything. They got round one. This apparently, this looks like a Hooters or a black Hooters. Is this Hooters? I can't really tell. It looks like a Hooters. Or no, it's called the Brunch Club. What, what, what restaurant is this? I can't tell. But they're saying New Orleans, Louisiana. And there you go right there, ladies and gentlemen. Very much a classy joint. Our people are definitely are definitely some of the classiest folks out here. And uh, there, where are all the dudes at? All right, there's some, oh, there's a gordita back there. I saw her checking in. They're having fun. Hey, man, relax. Have fun, man. And the customers are even twerking. Looks like a low-budget Hooters. But, hey, man, shout out to <laughs> This is him, man. What, are, what is Medea's out here? Why they got Medea's out here? What are we doing, man? You really want to be treated seriously? See, this is what I talk about. When people be like, we out here facing oppression and, and the white man bringing in the immigrants. And then at the same time, y'all doing this. We can't take you seriously. At the same time, you're doing the stinky leg and the crate challenge. Then the next week, I'm hearing about you oppressed. I mean, listen, both of those things can happen at the same time. But you can't be taken seriously when you're doing that and then complain about it. I get it. 
Yes, there could be oppression, but you can't be taken seriously when the next week you at Sunday brunch and many of your women are hypersexualizing themselves, objectifying themselves to the great weight there. And then they say black women are being objectified. Mm. <laughs> Come on, man. We got to get some a little bit of control here. Let's go to the next straggle and sniggle. And apparently this mother is caught on ring camera dropping off her kids expeditiously on the porch of her baby daddy. Let's take it away. This apparently caught on ring cam. A woman drops her kid off. Kids, kids on the porch and takes off. Is this bad parenting? So let's go ahead and refresh it just so we can get the uh, context of the clip. There she is right there. Uh, they're saying Chicanos worldwide. So we got Chicano straggles out here uh, acting up. Here we go. Definitely's a ring doorbell. All right. So there's a straggle. I mean, there's a little kid right there. There's, oh. Okay. One, two, three, four. She got them lined up perfectly, which makes it seem like somewhat possibly a skit, but she's lining them up perfectly at the door, or I'm not sure. All right, little brother is going to take care of sister. And uh, the door, wait a minute. Oh, she off. She gone. She want to get back in these streets. In these streets. All right, so she fed up. She's emotional, and she's like, the daddy got to take care of you. I'm tired of being with you. Meanwhile, she then took his ass to child support court and all that shit. So now she got the child support money. Now she don't give a fuck. All right, she didn't, um, she didn't make sure somebody opened the door for them kids. Uh, the kids do have jackets and coats on, so I'm assuming, I'm assuming that uh, it's cold outside. All right, and then the little brother, the king, king, she probably nicknamed him king or a uh, prince or some shit like that. You the man of the house now. He got to take care of his little sisters. All right, he's got one. It looks like one young man and a bunch of girls. And now look at this shit. She out. What the hell? Oh, humanity. But guess what? Guess what? <laughs> All right. Men are deadbeats. Women are the best parents. Single mothers are the best parents to lead. You know, we will women deserve custody of their kids. Please. It's absolutely reprehensible. This is an absolute deadbeat. Somebody said the kids started crying. Let's take a look. Oh, there they are right there. They definitely. Oh, no. They definitely crying. Here we go. Let's take a look. They definitely don't look happy about their position here. Mother of the year right here. Another mother of the year award. Let's give it to her. These mothers will be out here winning. I'm glad we're getting the evidence of this. <laughs> Jesus. Be careful who you have a children, ch ch children with in this world here because uh, people are on demon time. She probably was running to some salami out here. You know she was running to some salami. Uh, that's why she was out so fast and expeditiously. Tr crazy. Crazy out there. Silver teeth children, too. Yep, them kids had silver. That definitely was New Mexico. You know when they got silver in their mouths, you live in a poor community where them dentists be taking advantage of you putting all that mercury in your kid's mouth. All right? Every cavity, the dentist is like, come on in. We got some, we got some filler for you. Silver tooth, silver tooth, silver tooth. When I lived in New Mexico, kids was walking around with whole grills in their mouth. When I lived in New Mexico and I was like, what's going on? Why all these kids got silver teeth? 
is they is basically the poor people's dentist. That's how they t- that's how they deal with you. I saw kids that was eating hot Cheetos at four, silver teeth all across their grill and shit. I'm like, what? It's crazy. But that's what they do, man. And that's very bad for you to have in your mouth as a kid. Silver teeth across the whole thing. Somebody said San Antonio. All right. Most of these kids were Latino kids, Hispanic kids. All right. Most of them were like that. Absolutely crazy. Yep. Absolutely crazy. I'm like, dude, that should be illegal. What they're doing anyway. Let's catch up on the uh, contributions, man. Let's catch up on the contributions here. Um, Shout out to Jay Parker says, have you heard about somebody that I don't know on a podcast talking about enduring abuse in relationships? Um, No, I don't. I don't know. I don't watch that person. All <laughs> right. I don't watch that person. He watches me, though. Sometimes I feel like somebody's watching me. Um, Interesting. Well, a lot of these people start starting like me after a while because a lot of the shit that they're selling ain't going to work. I actually talked to a guy about this yesterday and you know people are absolutely unaware men talking about game and talking about shit like that i'm like dude don't you realize that that's not gonna sell it's it's okay but uh those things don't sell people have already been sold that shit and heard these marketing terms it's not gonna sell so stop selling that shit you guys don't uh, you guys got to be more aware well if guys just learn more game all right look at at a certain point it's that's not the answer. <laughs> it just ain't trying to. It just ain't trying to hear that. That's a marketing term, and um, you you will eventually hear these guys start talking like us. So a lot of guys that were listening to, oh, let me just get this straight. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell y'all. I'm gonna tell y'all. Um, a lot of these um, a lot of these dating coaches, and even to the point where you would say, um, you know, a lot of the men who have become very big in this space. All they're doing is they're they're talking MGTOW talking points and somewhat black manosphere. But most of the points that people have been talking about that have been popularized by the relative public, like the only people that were pointing out the fact that the divorce rate is 80 percent women file for divorce, 80 percent college educated women, 90 percent. You know who was pointing that out? MGTOW. All right, even Kevin Samuels was talking most of his big points that he made was MGTOW. 100%. Now, people don't want to admit this shit, but I'm going to tell you right now, the, the MRAs and the dating coaches was not talking about this shit at all. The only people that were talking about, somebody said MRAs. MRAs were not talking about that part. They were talking about child support and, and all of that stuff. But the MGTOW guys, most of the people that are talking right now talking about the shit that is making other people famous is MGTOW. You don't want to believe it. And even these dating coaches, you'll see them. They're transitioning into MGTOW sort of mainstream red pill talking points. They ain't talking about that game shit. Now, they'll also come back and mix in that game and that stuff. They'll mix it in under. But their whole thing was over. Man, you just ain't got no game. No, no, no. No, no, no. It's absolutely crazy. So the MRAs were talking about levels of the family court, uh, child support, judges, corruption in the court. That's what their angle was. Unfavorable custody battles. That angle was that. When dudes start taking it to the what the actual court proceed, what the actual statistics were, MGTOW. 
Nate Town. And then some of the, if you guys were here long enough, a lot of these guys had MGTOW people in their live chats on their streams, and then they would go to ban them. <laughs> All right, they would go to ban them. They would be like, if anybody says MGTOW in here, ban them. Tell me I'm lying. Tell me I'm lying. Even the dudes that was like uh, eventually transitioning the game shit. I never was a MGTOW. Ninja, everything you saying was MGTOW. <laughs> right? <laughs> Everything you were saying and your audience was in there. And then you were trying to, to separate yourself. Why do these coward-ass content creators need to be trying to separate themselves and then ride the same talking points that they was doing? This, oh, boy. I never was about, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You knew they was around. You knew they was around. It is what it is. But uh, by the time 2020 rolled around, the content creators that kind of blew up, most, many of what, much of what they were saying came from like Black Manosphere, MGTOW. And those ninjas that were saying that they was getting blown, they was getting blown to smithereens on this platform. All right. But people don't know that people don't know that in this space. I'm telling you the absolute truth. All right. Telling you the absolute truth and you can deny it all you want, but whatever. <laughs> all right. Anyway, so dating coaches today, they'll have their whole videos look like any of us content creators. And then at the end, but I have this course. Just look at him. And the guy you mentioned him, he probably does the same thing. I ain't never seen none of his videos, so I wouldn't even know. All right, but uh, he probably doing the same thing. Where we at? Shout out to ETC. Ready to work. Good morning, coach and the coach gang. It's my greatest day. He says, it's my greatest day of my NBA TV watching career to see LeBron get swept with the ball for the last shot and not make it. For the loss, he says, I prayed to God for that exact same scenario. Shout out to you. Shout out to you on that, LeBron. Yeah. Schedule OP says, Dita back shot. Sound like Chicago at night. Clapping all that fat. <laughs> all right. Clapping them fat. Clap, clap cheeks. Shout out to Kalen. Says, what's up, coach? I agree with you. When you ask what the hell is Jeff Bezos doing, he wants to potentially marry a washed up single mother and potentially lose more billions. He's lost his damn mind. If he follows through with this, you know, he's lonely. Let me just tell you, it's lonely to be. It's got to be lonely to be Jeff Bezos, right? He has to be. We'll get to that in a minute, but he lives in a shell. So um, he might see this as a way to um, a way to uh, reward her. We're going to get to this conversation later for her loyalties, although he out of his mind. El Santo says, not mine, coach, not mine, <laughs> not my girl. Yeah. What that mean? Kevin Sullivan says, morning coach dropping something in the collection plate. Plate, He says, you be speaking facts. And when I look at my fake book and see everybody doing the stanky leg every weekend, he says, I think to myself, Normie's going Normie. Keep dropping gems. Yep. You see him doing the stanky leg at the barbecue, laughing, sniggling. They at the restaurants, acting a monkey. All right. And then guess what? Then they want to get serious. This is why you guys don't get taken seriously. It's because you don't take your life seriously. I'm not saying you shouldn't have fun, but uh, the idea that you can have fun and it and look like you're essentially enjoying the position you're in and then be taken seriously, but no, no. It's what children do. If you want to be taken seriously, act serious. <laughs> right? Serious. You can have fun, but don't be out here doing that all, all in public. All right, all in the video. And then be like, it's not fair out here. It's not fair. No, 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 no. Shout out to DGC Moore. 
PCGA. My Lakers are done, but we still run LA. When I gave my prediction that the Nuggets were going to beat the Lakers, y'all was in here, Lakers in six. But I know I used to live in LA. I know Laker fans, and they're somewhat delusional. The Lakers have one of the most delusional fan bases in the history. And not only that, let me just say this, and this is not any hate against the Lakers. You guys cheat every year. You build teams. You steal all-stars. You you be like, everybody wants to play for you. You go and get the biggest, the baddest. Y'all didn't win it got, look, look, look. Y'all didn't win it got, the Knicks are the next. Yeah, them and the Knicks. Every year, I lived in L.A. I had to go through this. I've been living the Lakers life since the mid-80s, the early 80s. So I've been there. And I love the Lakers in the mid-80s. When it got to the mid-90s, it's ridiculous. Y'all went and got Shaq. Y'all traded for Kobe. But I'll give y'all the Kobe trade because he was out. It was draft day high school, pick number 13. I get it. Then y'all went and got Carl Malone, Gary Payton. And then y'all was going to get Charles Barkley. You tried to get Chris Paul. Did you try to double up? And then you got. And uh, uh, LeBron, AD, and then you got Steve Nash, Ninja Play. You just piling and piling, just cheating, just cheating free agency. Like, like man, nobody does. Like, y'all ain't not had one authentic draft class to win any of them championships other than Magic, go, Magic, James Worthy, Byron Scott, Michael Cooper. Like, that team was put together. Y'all be going out all now. You know who they trying to get now? They trying to get uh Trey Young now. Ninja, man. Yeah, they went and got them. Yeah, they got Carmelo, Dwight Howard. <laughs> and then still trying to win. And then they lose. Yeah, Pau Gasol. Pau Gasol, y'all went and got traded illegally. Kareem. Come on, man. Cheating. Cheating, cheating, cheating. Then they're like, we're going to be the team. We the team to beat. Lakers fans delusional as F. Come on, man. None of these championships y'all been winning. And by the way, they end up always losing, which is the funny thing. They end up almost always losing, and they can't figure it out. Why we lose? <laughs> you lost because you tried to cheat, but that's neither here nor there. It's neither here nor there. It's not illegally, but it's definitely an unfair advantage because they're in Los Angeles. Everybody wants to play. So then... You know, they don't win a ring where they at. Oh, they went and got Boogie. I think it wasn't Boogie on the team. Then they go get Boogie Cousins. They put everybody, Westbrook, Westbrook, they went, they go get everybody. We'll just take the star on your team, man. And pile them on one team and then try to win. It don't work. <laughs> all right. Anyway, man. Anyway, shout out to y'all, man. Shout out to all the Laker fans. They tried to get Kawhi. They tried to get Kawhi Leonard. Dude, they literally do this shit every year. The team don't have chemistry. They go get a coach. They fire the coach after six games. Eddie Jones, I think, but he was drafted, so I'll give it to him. But, yeah, they literally pile on talent. And, then, yeah, Luau Dang, they took him from the Bulls. They were disappointed. Hey, if I was a player, I wouldn't want to go over there. I'm like, I ain't going over there. <laughs> Westbrook. All right, anyway. They try to make these dream teams, by the way, and they, they never pan out. So y'all get happy over nothing. All right. <laughs> All right. Anyway. All right. See, they now they talking noise now. Yeah. Oh, they went and got Kwame. Now they talking. No, okay, I'm not. Don't mess with the Lakers fans. Now I can't go to L.A. Put it on the list. Hey, that's my home, man. 
That's my home. Don't mess with me. Southern California is my spot. I'm just telling, I'm just letting y'all know. All right, look, let's get back to the show here. Nasty boys. Are y'all awake? Let's get up the nasty boys. Oh, that's nasty. Let's get up the nasty boys. Let's look at what these pickup artists are doing out here. Let's look at what ninjas are running game on out here, talking about they be winning. Um, this dude is thirsty out here. Let's put this on the screen. Take a look. We have a guy that is macking down somebody's granny in the club. Let's go ahead and play the music here. All right. And so there you see, there's the evidence right there. Uh, It's nighttime. Everybody's got drinks. Granny out at the club. A sloppy yogurt. Kaylee jumps in between, flat backed it and all. And you got the, you see her sloppy yogurt titties out there. Yeah, you all, you guys don't know about that with Kaylee's man. They don't have they they junk don't be firm. It be sloppy. But uh, but it is what it is. Uh, what is that girl's name that that cook Paula Dean? This ninja macking down Paula Dean. Oh, that's nasty. My man said anything goes when it comes to hoes because pipping ain't easy. All right, he like whatever, fam. Hey, Pandusi is Pandusi. All right, so we did come down hard on pause on Stephen A. Smith sweating 81-year-old Martha Stewart. But here's Paula Dean's twin sister getting macked down. He could be macking down Kaylee, but Kaylee's like, I know my worth. Granny don't give a damn. She like, take down, take down my granny panties or take down my granny diaper. I will give up the cheeks. She having fun too with little Chad. All right, little little sawed off Chad. Half a Chad, right? He a half a Chad. Listening to his best dating coach right here, man. Good Lord. This ain't Stacy's mom. This Stacy's grandmama, brother. Wow. And he was smacking, slurping all of that down, too. He was, look, look. He ready to pipe that in. He ready to pipe that down. To wrap you in. Hey, when I tell you. My warm embrace. Indeed. When I tell you guys don't have standards, guys do not have standards. They're going to tell you how about they clap some cheeks. I had this. I had that. If you ever see the women, they not anything the right home about. Right. So they'll say they have body count. My body count 200. 80% of them were garbage. So, again, I, I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it because, look, not, not many regular dudes have access to 200 gorgeous women. Right. <laughs> they don't. And by the time you get to the good-looking women, your body counts to like 180. By the time you start banging good-looking women, you already piped down enough trash. But what we're doing is we're just saying that this is a truth that men need to acknowledge because there's not even that many good-looking women in your neighborhood. You live in Columbus, Ohio, telling me you got a high body count. Come on. We already know what the game is. And so we say this not to say that it's wrong to do. What we say is, Ninja, we not giving you a trophy for this right here. This is what we're doing. This is the point I'm making. Because these guys will tell you how they macking and they getting free punani and they're doing all of this stuff and they getting girls to pay for them. But look at the girls, <laughs> right? You don't get a trophy for this. This is average normie, goofy ass, below normie activity. No trophy, no pimp of the year, no macking, no got game. No, I got the more game. I need a referee. No, you're not spinning plates. You're down there at the bottom of the barrel 
taking the easiest targets, right? That's what you're doing, and that's what it is. So congratulations. I tell dudes like this, and listen, I'm part of this too. This is why I say it's all good, Ninja. Congratulations. Everybody banging low-hanging fruit. Even these ninjas out here at the nightclub, macking down grannies. Look, if Kaylee wouldn't have stopped him, he would have put the pipe in her. And he probably still was trying to get after her, right? Kaylee broke it up, and he probably was like, yo, I'm still trying to get after that. And granny ain't, granny's not complaining either. Look, look at granny holding on. And look at granny. She elbowing Kaylee. Watch. She elbowing Kaylee. Get out my way. Give me some of that young tail. All right. And by the way, one of the biggest kept secrets, one of the biggest kept secrets in our world is older women and younger men. All right. That's one of the biggest kept secrets, especially women who travel to Jamaica and Gambia. One of the biggest kept secret in every neighborhood, especially when we grew up, is older women letting boys access that punani right there. There's been a lot of Miss Parker. There's been a lot of Miss Parkers out here. There's been a lot of candy ladies. There've been a lot of sweet old ladies in your church. In your church, you remember black men, you grew up in church and it was always that woman with the bit. She was big, overgrown, sitting back in the chair, breathing heavy, like notorious B.I.G. <sighs> come here, sugar. Let me give you some sugar. Yeah, give me. come here. This is my little boyfriend. Come here, boy. Give me your sugar. She grabbing your face, mustache and shit on her lip. Big ass hairy mole coming out the side of her face. She's like, Lord. Just grooming your ass. Come here, boy. And she got you all. She grabbing your little butt. And you're like, oh. <laughs> now, when you get about 16 to 17, she be like, well, why don't you come over here, over here and pick these cookies up? Come over here and pick the cookies up and take them down to the church basement. You're going to have to come over to my house. She walks. She waddle out with her cane all the way to her car. You like, all right. And your mama like, go help Miss Jane out. Go help Miss Jane out. Go on and get them cookies. She drive you in the car, girl. Boy, I'm going to go ahead and we got a whole plate full of cookies and barbecue and all kind of hog balls and all kind of chitlins that we're going to bring back. Just come on. Need a little bit of help. Just come on back to the house. <laughs> she take you upstairs. You walk her upstairs. Yo, I'm walking all slow. Soon as she get in there. Soon as she get up in the crib, she be like, to wrap you in my warm embrace, and I make it last forever, yes, baby. I catch a glimpse of heaven when you let me wrap you in. She like, Mom, let me take this off. She take off that bra, them titties, hit her knees. You 16 or 17, you be like, well, nobody will know about this, will they? <laughs> you be like well <laughs> you get it real quick thank you baby thank you baby 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 go on in my bra and go get a couple of dollars out of there <laughs> somebody yo hey <laughs> oh man listen 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 <laughs> yo one of the biggest kept secrets of the hoods is that. You'd be like, well, guess I'm here already. Anyway, 
Let's get this is I've never experienced anything like this, by the way. These are jokes. All right, here we go. What are we doing here? What's the next one? What's the next one here? Uh, we got Ari Nicole. Is there Ari? I don't even know what they said because they mentioned her as Ari. So let's go ahead and pull it up here. Let's get up. Somebody said I am speaking from experience. All right, here we go. Uh, Ari, a woman named Ari. I featured her on my show. I think Ari Nicole is her name. Maybe I'm wrong. I might be wrong on this one. Anyway. It says right here, she says she doesn't want to be legally married to Moneybag Yo because she doesn't want her baby mamas, his baby mamas, to financially come after them for child support. Quote, if they put them on child support, I'm on child support too. So this is, I think, what's her name? Ari. That's all I got, man. Ari Fletcher. All right. Ari Fletcher is her name. So Ari Fletcher, I don't know what she does, but she apparently got some money. She got a bag. Now, this is another indication I've been telling you. When women get financially in a position to consider marriage, what do they do? They consider it business. I am keep telling you guys, they're smart, they're cunning, they're savage. Now, if she doesn't have a financial advantage, then she says it's about love. But take a look how fast they switch when the shoe's on the other foot. Now it's business. Now it's obvious. Well, you know, I don't want my money to wait a minute. But when it's my money, you want it to be about love. You see what I mean? This is absolutely disgusting, but it is expected that they consider marriage a business. Let's take a look or a listen to what they're going to try to say. I don't know, man. She's going to be stammering, stuttering. We might need somebody to translate whatever the hell she's saying, but let's listen. I want to get proposed to like I want to get proposed to, but you don't want to get married. I want to have I do. I want to be married without the ring. I mean, I want to be married without the ring, without the paper. Like, I don't without the paper. So wait, most guys that are when we get to Jeff Bezos, most guys in financial position have been saying the same thing. Why don't we get married? We can get married without the paper. We don't need no ring. We don't need no paper. We don't need the government involved. She nah 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 nah. That's not love. That's not love. But of course, now guess what? She got money on the line. She got money on the line. Now she don't want to get married by the state. Isn't that interesting? You guys got to see this, man, for what it is. Here we go. I don't want to sign on that. Day. Okay, so get married under like a, like something else. Spiritual. Like a, um, uh-uh. you could. These women are not very intelligent. Now, I don't know what's going on here, but they cannot put two sentences together. <laughs> it's like, why don't you get, um, um, uh, uh, what'd you get, um, um, you know what I mean, girl, get, no, why don't you get, um, what the hell are y'all talking about? I tell you, man, you're better seen than heard. Why don't you get, um, a spiritual thing, a spiritual thing, girl, you get, what are you, what are these people? He's got to be the biggest normies out here, girl, what you do, what you get, get? and they got a camera pointed at them. They got a podcast where they're supposedly cooking. And girl, why don't you just get you get it? I want to get married, but without the ring. I mean, girl, I mean, without without the paper, I mean, not having a sign. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> right. I cannot listen to these people, man. Anyway. Yeah. yeah like, but I like like under a something. Like under- she literally said under a something. <laughs> what the hell? Under a uh, under a something. These girls are airheads. Oh, my Lord. I heard somebody got married under a trust report or something like that, but I just I don't want it to be like, God forbid, something go on, like, 
And now you you won't have my money. And my nigga got eight kids. No, but you a prenup. So I you know his baby mama's gonna come after me. Yeah. So yeah, they put him on child support. I'm on child support too. Okay, oh, I didn't I know that you were all that. Uh-huh. You yeah. can do all that. Yeah. Y'all become as one. Yeah. Y'all one. Who? Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. Boy. These are intelligent beings here. These are some intelligent quangs. What in the hell were they talking about? I'm glad somebody was able to translate this. And basically what she was saying was she does not want to be on child support with her current man. And so thus she will not get legally married. And by the way, she is absolutely right in many places that if they have in household income, this is what the MRAs were arguing. This is why the men's right activists were who they were early in the red pill is because they were saying this exact thing. When I when he married their second wife, the second wives got a big penalty and a surprise because the first wife took the family to court took the household income of the new wife and the husband, and they combined that household income to go against child support. So as dumb as she sounds, she's absolutely right. All right. So um, she's not taking that. By the way, you don't even have to be married in many instances for a baby mama terrorist to do this. Right. She's going to see it. If you're cohabitating, she's going to go after that. Now, the odd thing is, if a man took a woman to court to modify child support and he said, well, there's a man living with her or she's uh, she's not married, but that ma they're engaged or they have a partnership, but they're not officially married. If I took a woman to court and said, combine their incomes, they would not. Mm. They wouldn't do it. <laughs> they would not do it. I'd be like, this woman lived with a full man. This woman lived with a full man and their kids. This man has a job. This man has a career. This man supports at least 50% of the income. They wouldn't do it. Nope. See, that's how corrupt the system is. And that's what the MRAs, the men's right activists, were making their point. They're like, man, this system is effed up because they can take me to court for my new wife, but I can't take her to court if she moves in with another man. Right? The game is the game. All right. What do we got here? The secret of many suburban wives. Let's take it to the suburbs for the people who are saying I'm going in on the chicken heads and the bird heads in the community. Well, you know, I don't got I got smoke for suburban wives. Don't think I don't. This is a big secret of suburban wives. Now, this woman is going to say it right here. I'm going to read it here. There's her cutting up some veggies in a nice kitchen. You can see they got their, you know, they got their sub zero refrigerator and they had the kitchen remodeled and they got the linoleum floors and they have the nice little pantry above the pantry. There's a sign that says pantry. And it says here, thinking about how I used to date drug dealers and smoke a pack a day. Now I'm someone's whole ass wife and mom shopping for organic groceries and living in the suburbs. See, this is one of the secrets of suburban wives. So what they're able to do is what many Latino, like when I say Latino, because she looks Latina, but she looks like a European. She looks, she can, she can mix in like a European, right? Black women cannot pull this off. All right. This is, there's a 0% chance they could pull this out. And if they do, they look ratchet, right? But this woman now can change her whole presentation. 
Some people might call it a little bit of white privilege. And we also know suburban girls are some of the freakiest. They do just as much debauchery on the carousel as does <laughs> black women, as does um, as does minorities. They do some of the most debaucherous activity, orgies, famous men, old sugar daddies on boats, college years. All right. They've been done some Dora the Explorer type of shit, right? They done done some shit. But what they can hide under is their long hair. Then they can go right into their femininity because they. They, they have neoteny, right? They can go right to a little cute little girl and, oh, I'm cute and playful. And they can merge right back in and some guy be like, I'm lucky to marry you. I'm lucky I found you. Ninja listening to uh, country music. He started listening to country music and then he finds the country girl queen. She's flat back. She's nice, nice, tightly packed. She puts her yoga pants on. Oh, I go to yoga and I like to do this. Meanwhile, meanwhile, she been in these streets. In these streets, rich simps marry girls like this. Like, not rich simps, dudes that work in tech, dudes that work in tech that can never get this girl until he worked in tech, marry girls like this. And she got a whole past, she got a whole past that would that that you would be heartbroken if you found out. But she mixes in, she goes to Whole Foods, she shops, she's organic, she goes to Pilates, and she's like this. And you thought she was just a good little girl. Oh, no, oh, no. She's been throttled. She's been manhandled. She's been had it down the esophagus. She'd have been spit on and kicked, pulled hair, clap cheeks. And the suburban wives can mix in like this, right? They can mix in like this. Now, for some reason, the minority women, dark skinned Latinas, uh, big booty Latinas, uh, 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 black women, uh, ratchets, straggles, regular black women, they can't do this. They cannot pull this off with the efficiency of a suburban woman. They cannot do it, all right? They cannot level up like that, okay? But these girls can level up just like that, and they can change their whole appearance and whole background, and you won't know a goddamn thing. It's a cold, hard truth. And they can marry a nice suburban dude. He a plastic surgeon, a doctor, a lawyer, a partner in a law firm. She could go right to the top, right to the top. And she was out here in the streets, right? Acting crazy. And don't tell me I'm lying. Take a look at the woman's admission. This is her. Listen, I. this is why he said they the scariest ones. And then they go, what? I want to be a housewife. I want to raise my kids in a household. And she she just goes back to dutiful housewife. And she riding it out, waiting for your dumb ass to lose your job. And she going to snatch everything from you. Everything. And do not be mad at me. I've been telling you this for years. Luckily enough, now we have them testifying to it on social media because they can't help themselves. They use social media as a way to brag about some of the craziest things that they've done. And here they are. This is an admission. She's not the only one. And all you have to do, I'm going to tell you what you do because I've lived around these women. I'm going to tell you what you do. You be around them when wine's out. Come to their crib. They'll be having like Halloween and everybody's trick-or-treating and they in there tossing back wine. Be around there about 1030 until them three glasses of wine kick in. You're going to see what she used to be creep and tiptoe right on out. Three glasses of wine. She be going to be putting hands on you, handsy, touchy-feely. She going to be all up on you 
putting her pelvis all up on you, rubbing your beard. She's going to be all up in your grill. Husband going to be sitting off on the side looking like, damn, baby, you had a little bit too much to drink. Come on. <laughs> right. Glasses of wine and tequila. These girls go to girls' nights out. Oh, girl, we got to go to girls' nights out with their little flatbacks. They go outside. They be out there handsy, giggly, sniggly, touching dudes, slucking on stuff, touching this, letting dudes grab that slip. And they go right back home to their husband. And he's like, oh, girls, did you have fun, girls? Mm. On by And that Saturday, <laughs> all right, they did that Friday night. At Saturday, they at AYSO games. <laughs> On Saturday, they went at AYSO games with their sunglasses on and shit and their hair pulled back, ponytail through the hat, all right? Back in a suburban housewife uniform, all right? Taking a massive amount. She hung over, and she done cut up apple slices for all the kids. <laughs> apple slices for all the kids, orange slices. All right, kids, got a headache. She hung over. Oh, she's such a great wife. She's such a great mom. <laughs> please <laughs> let's go hey name let's go preston let's go jameson let's go madison name any last name okay let's go uh hunter let's go collins let's go jackson any any last name that's their kid's name out there <laughs> right <laughs> all right preston jackson hunter collins madison clark yeah anything Jordan, Connor, <laughs> man, please, bro. Logan, yeah, bro. Hudson, any last name, first name. They're just going to be that person out there. Hudson, Connor, <laughs> Tanner. <laughs> yep, it, that's what it is, bro. And so, all right, guys, this is her admitting it. I don't want to hear ish. You can't say I'm hating on them. She's literally admitting it. I'll I'll play the video for you right here. And she cannot believe her luck. All she had to do is stay in her feminine. Here it is. Uh, let's go ahead and play the video. I think there's music. Look at that look. Look at that look. Look at that look, gentlemen. She's like Grayson, too. Yes. She Look at that look. She's like, I pulled it off. But the good thing that they do is they pull it off early in life. They don't wait until 32. They'll pull this off. They'll pull the switcheroo about 26, 27, and they'll start to buckle down. Uh, the minority women, y'all be trying to drag that shit out to 38 and 40. That's why y'all lose. All right, but they switch it up. You know, they get their fun in about 26. They push their chips in. Look at her. Look at this look. Oh, man, the secret of suburban wives. I just revealed one of the biggest secrets that is out there. Um, oh, by the way, they talk about BWs having early terminations of pregnancy. These girls had at least one. The suburban girls have them, too. They disappear. They talk to their mama. The mama says, don't tell your daddy. All right. They drive down to Tijuana or Tijuana. They get the hanger job. They come on back. They'll get their doctor to do the job, and they don't go to Planned Parenthood. They don't go to Planned Parenthood. So they statistics don't show up on the chart because we be like, BWs be terminating pregnancies more. Uh, the suburban girls, their statistics don't show up. 
because these doctors be on the hush. And then they go ahead. They take an extra $3,000 out the bank account. The husband don't miss it. Husband don't know it. All right. Mama and the daughter take the money out the bank account. Uh, we got to go over here. Okay. They do the whole job, the hatchet job. Doctor don't report it to the CDC. All right. She come home. She'd be lying down sleeping. Oh, she had to take a week out of college. She had to come home. Uh, finals have been tough for her. And she just sleeping in her room for a week. Come back out. <laughs> like nothing happened. Nothing happened. Nobody knows. They don't tell nobody. She don't be on the internet bragging about it. Then she back out there partying. Woohoo! No stigma against her. No social stigma. No nothing. She back there in her wifey mode. <laughs> All right. She back there in wifey mode. They be doing it just as much. All right. It ain't no difference. But the, the, the statistics don't show up. But by the way, for people who think I'm reaching, let me share again, gentlemen. <laughs> let me share again. This woman is actually telling on herself and not only telling on herself, many, many others. Let's show you. Here you go. Thinking about how I used to date drug dealers, smoke a pack a day, and now I'm someone's whole ass wife and mom shopping for organic groceries and living in the suburbs. There it is, man. No lies told. No lies told. This is a deep, 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 dark secret. This is a deep, 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 dark secret, man. You guys see these girls and you be like, oh, she looks like a good one. Dude, I know somebody that lived with a drug dealer, federally convicted, and she was a suburban mom. <laughs> right. Don't think, man. Don't think. All right, look. Uh, attention is really is a drug. Let me see if we can get to this. What part of the show we are at? We're almost at Jeff Bezos in the main event. But uh, attention really is a drug. These guys are going to call it, call this young woman out on why she displays herself on social media and that why her boyfriend is insecure as to why she does what she does. Uh, let's let her explain it. The reason why I don't like it is because he is sending a message out to those girls who are going to get that like and be like, oh, he's interested. Okay, so I think her point was she doesn't like when her boyfriend likes other women's social media pages, right? So he likes them. She's mad that her boyfriend hits the like button on other women. All right, now that she's got that point out, listen to the listen to the having my cake and eat it too moment. Because that is essentially what you're doing. Okay, let me ask you a question. I've had a look at your Instagram profile. Okay. How many photos do you have on there? Would you say? Oh God, I don't know, like 400 or something? How many of them have you posted with your boyfriend? Yeah, but that's, no, uh, that's not, my yeah, personal answer, choice. Uh, hold on, answer the question. How many have you posted with N your boyfriend? Nothing. All right, so um, he said, hey, I saw your Instagram page. You got 400 plus pictures. You have your boyfriend posted in none. And he asked her a question. She dodges it. Oh, nope, nope, I'm going to dodge that shit. Oh, it don't matter, it's different none so you don't have a single photo on your instagram of you and a man so when you post beauty on there it looks like you are advertising to other men that you are available that's exactly what you just said about a guy liking the girl's photo yeah so now he was quickly shout out to men we need men to hold the line ninjas that's looking for the death of this space you're not understanding that if this goes you guys got nothing to lean on hold the line Hold them accountable. Call them out on their shit. She just complained about something that she's doing to her boyfriend. And she complained about her boyfriend doing exactly what she does to other men. All right, let's continue here with him breaking down this double standard. Here we go. 
Okay, but what about if he's not posting me? Is he private or public? very private, low key? Yeah, he literally like has like what twenty followers or something. How many followers do you have? Like twelve point five k, something like I think that. Think so, yeah. It's not even in the same world. What I'm trying to say is, you're like him liking a girl's photo is him telling her that he's into her and interested and available. You posting beauty, sexy photos online, especially where you don't have a single post with your man, is you advertising to other men that you're available. Let me ask you this. The photos you post online, if you post with a boyfriend, do you think they get the same amount of likes? No. You know why you're doing it. Like, that's not joke. Yeah, and sometimes gotcha, bitch. you guys got to call them out on their shit. I mean, one of the biggest tactics that women use against men is the ability to socially manipulate, right? She used the damsel in distress. She used a situation where she was being the victim. And this is what set it up. Now, he only challenged her on something that made makes complete sense and she knows it makes complete sense but she tried to make herself be damsel in distress and the victim then immediately went to deflect and then once you called her out she looked like the cat that swallowed the canary all right it's pretty simple and men aren't willing to call women out on their bullshit because you want to sleep with them this is what puts you in the position that we're going to talk about later you're trying to please them all right uh, let's get to the super chats and then we're going to get to bezos and then the main event shout out to our brother el chino is it too early to ask? What's up for the weekend? It is too early to ask. Java Cafecito, let's go stars. He says the Golden Knights are going down. Hit me with some shuffling, coach. I'm sorry to tell you. If they lose tonight, Golden Knights to the finals against, I believe, the Florida Panthers, I'll hit you with the shuffle. I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Indeed. Shout out to the Dallas Stars. Henry Resilient, my ex got a free company car and pays no gas and or car insurance. She swapped out car. She swaps out cars weekly. She says that benefit is worth less than $500 a month in hopes of getting more child support. Shaking my damn head. Yeah, they're crafty. They're savvy. They're savvy with the bullshit, man. So um, I know a person in that exact same situation. But uh, this also tells you that they're about extracting resources that they think are free, but they basically disable their lives. So they'll get bosses to li listen to their sob story. Oh, I'm this and I got a deadbeat dad and it's so hard to be a single mother. And then the people that they work for will be like, oh, okay, uh, I'll get you a little car and I'll help you out. Well, meanwhile, meanwhile, if they actually just, you know, acted right, they could get what they want even from their ex, but they don't. So they do these schemes with SNAP, ELF, Welfare, EBT, WIG, Child Support, bosses damsel in distress and everybody believes them they never listen and consider to the other side of the story they play all of these victim schemes and they just scheme off of shit all right then you think they're making it and then they judge you on you're not making it you ain't doing it and you ain't making it and you ain't this i'm like bitch you ain't making it either you are not making it <laughs> you are not making it all right anyway shout out yeah go fund me and dates and they do all they're doing is scamming there's not one woman out here that is not scamming somebody the choice you have to make is to be able to get what you want to get from them without listening to their bullshit whether you just pay just just here they always scamming somebody cash app is <laughs> they always scamming somebody meaning that people are like well you do it too but look i'm giving value back what are you giving back most of the time you scamming and the other person gets nothing back. 
right? You they get nothing back. Your boss gives you the company car and paying for your gas, giving you the gas card and paying for the insurance. What are you giving back? What you work there? So does everybody else? Do they get this benefit? Nope. The only reason you're getting this benefit, oh, it's hard, and I'm going through a divorce, and I got the kids. <laughs> they always scamming. Everything they do in this is, is scamming you, essentially. Uh, we're going to talk about that later. Deuce Dussy. Shout out to The Real Fit Style. Says the quality of your show has gotten even better. Keep on trucking, coach. Appreciate you. My show is formatted. All right. I do reaction videos, but then I give you guys context. Fill in the blanks for hours. Not everybody can do this. Indeed. I know you wish you could. New, 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 new world Cesar order. Ramirez. Shout out to you on the cash app all right i don't even know when did that come in all right when did that come in that came in at the wrong time scamming ladies y'all scamming not me coach all right where are the ladies that aren't scamming let me know i need to take this down because my editor or my timestamp person is gonna be like i didn't know when you ended the segment okay so i i look at i look at what anytime anytime again i just say this um and this isn't to belittle women, but anytime they tell you something, it's not exactly the, the truth. It's, it's There's a lie in there. You got to determine where the lie is. Where is the lie? It's there. When they're talking to you, get to know a person, you barely know them. She lying about something when she's talking to you. She's leaving something out. You just got to figure out what that is. Do not take what she says at face value because there's no, there's no, uh, uh, listen, I'm the, other than hello, goodbye, we're talking about the cordial exchanges. Other than that, it's never, there's no truth in whatever the hell she's talking about. All right. Or I'm sorry, there's little truth in whatever the hell she's talking about. All right. Especially when it applies directly to her. There's something she's leaving out that is a key detail that if you had that info, you, you would be like, <laughs> all right. Anyway, lies by omission. Not me. I'm truthful. We got a sister in here. Shout out to the sister. She dropped in three. We're going to call her Miss Ramirez. All right. She says here. Uh, here's nine times. Wait, here nine times a week for the straggles. Shout out to you nine times a week for the sniggles. She's here nine times a week for the sniggles. I appreciate you. I was a traditional stay at home wife and a mother of 23 years with three boys together. And uh, it was his idea to get married after 11 years. After 23 years, he said, I'm not happy. All right, this happens. <laughs> I told him that uh, if that's the case, he's not handcuffed to the damn bed. He says, now that man is miserable. He had a baby with a high mileage baby mama terrorist, which he now just pays child support for. And she's back with her ex. He says, what a soap opera out here. Hit me with the. <laughs> much love and respect and those things happen too so we, we you know listen we're talking from our position those things happen as well i know a guy that did that exact same thing right and the thing that that the guy did is um he left his listen i only know par parts of the story i know a guy that happened to so he left his wife of of uh multiple years and they have four children together he goes off and guys so let's take our story, and this is the teaching point. If you, in fact, leave your marriage or your girlfriend, mostly with your marriage, if you leave your baby mom, the mistake this guy made 
is what I saw this other guy make a mistake. So he went out in these streets. He started clapping cheeks. A lot of divorced men do this. They go out and they go through their whole phase. Do not get another woman pregnant. Do not. If you get another woman pregnant, because a lot of times these men are 40, 45. They go to the junior college. They mess with broads. If you get another woman pregnant, you're you're screwed. You're screwed. You just started the miserable train all over again. So now you're 45, 50. You knock up one of these skeezers. You get her pregnant. You just started the madness clock over. You just started the bullshit. And of course, I knew that I knew a dude that did that. He left his wife for four, uh, uh, with four kids, went out, got another skeezer pregnant. And this woman was a drug addict. That woman put him on child support. And then the other, the previous wife put him on child support. Ninja, please. Oh, and the woman went to jail. The drug addict woman, the second baby mama went to jail. So he had to have the kid. He had to raise the kids on his own. Jesus. Brothers. So uh, appreciate Mrs. or Ms. Ramirez for sharing that because that's a big trap for men. That is a big trap. And so, you know, you you don't want to do that because you just got out of the situation. You got out of a hellish situation. You went out there and you went, you got you some new punani. And then if you go out there and knock up abroad, you just messed up. That's 20 more years. You think that you think you're going through hell with your ex-wife? You knock up some skeezer? Wrap. So wrap it up, guys. Don't play out here. Don't don't play out there. It's a wrap. So guys, man, this is bad. Bad, bad, bad. Yeah, stay free. This is the thing of the free agent lifestyle. This is why I tell married men, um, you know, you get a divorce. And a, and a married a divorcee told me this too. She was like, don't mess with any normie chicks for five years. Like, don't get in a relationship again. Don't, don't do it. Just And I was like, who should I mess with? She said, go to the junior college. She didn't say junior college, but she was like, go have your fun. <laughs> do not mess with anybody seriously. Do not get any, anyone pregnant. Okay, because you're not in the position to do so. Uh, go, go get your passport. Go fly overseas. You're not in a position to do so. You just got you just got the best get out of jail free card, right? And that is divorcing your wife and let her flounder out in misery. Why did she give you advice? Because she wanted the gawk gawk 3000 me, which she did. She was very good at it. But guys, dude, and she was older. Like she wasn't a young woman. She wasn't trying to get into a relationship. She was having fun. So she was out here having fun. And also, she was a mother of a son. All right. So you will find that you will find that women that have older sons oftentimes got the red pill. This is what guys don't understand. So a woman that has a son that's like 13, 14, right? They wise up real fast. They can't they can't play the bullshit. Now, women with younger boys, they don't, they don't know yet. They're still trying to make that boy a simp. But women with teenagers, they know. They like, oh, shit. You know why? Because they know their son about to go through the same bullshit they've been terrorizing men on for a long time. So now they got to tell their sons, oh, watch out for this bitch. All right. 
Don't do this. Where don't don't listen to her. Yep, they got they be like, yo, so mothers with sons, they know. Mothers with teenage sons that get their sons started getting manipulated by women, they like, oh shit, it's coming. And they know everything this boy's gonna go through. So it's their job now. Uh, let me let me bring you up over here. And by the way, ladies, that's called karma. That's called karma. See, I know you think all of these dudes that are banging all these women are going to get karma when they have daughters. But it is that you women who manipulate men, who drag men through custody battles, who drag men through divorces, who lie, who actually play the victim, use the abuse excuse. Your sons are going to get that exact same shit. Yeah. Your son's going to marry a skeezer like you, your, your, your baby daddy married you. Yeah, your son's going to knock up a skeezer like he knocked up your skeezer ass. And now you're going to get karma because your, your son's going to go through some shit for the next 20 years. And you ain't going to have shit to say because that's exactly what you did to his daddy. Yeah. That's exactly what you did to his daddy. Everything. You're going to be 50, 55, 60 looking at your son going through some shit. And your son's going to be like, damn, mom, huh? this woman tripping. What's she doing? And you're going to be like, uh, yeah, um, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. She is bugging. And you ain't going to be able to call her out. Why? Because you did the exact same thing to your child's father. Yeah, karma's a bitch. Karma's a bitch. Yes, indeed. You're going to get it back. You're going to get it back. Gotcha, bitch. Yeah. You're going to get it back, and you're going to feel for your son, but you ain't going to be able to do nothing because you enabled the system, and you part was a full participant in the system that your son about to get going through right now. Mm. Uh, yeah, your son going to get the same shit that you enabled and kept up and propped up for your own selfish and greedy and vindictive purposes, and your son about to get the same treatment. Mm. And you ain't going to be able to do shit about it. <laughs> right? Anyway. All right, shout out to Caitlin says, if a woman really loved her man, she would would never deny him sex. It's even in the Bible. Okay. Yep, you got the blood on your hands. And it's coming back. So women with sons wise up real quick. They're like, oh, damn. So the woman that told me that, that's that's what it was. That's what it, That was one of the reasons. He says, they. I really think they don't care. Oh, well. All right, shout out to Miles, says shout out to the coach gang. You are 100% right about suburban girls. Normally, you can pick out the tainted Kayleys, but some slip through the cracks. I've always said if a Kaylee gets zooted and gets free discounted weed, she has been at least with one brother. Shout out to her on the carousel. <laughs> keep, preaching, keep preaching the truth. And they don't even have to be with brothers. They be, do, they be with guys, uh, white dudes that be selling drugs. And the weed, the weed white, the white dude that's the weed dude back in the day. He don't look like Tyrone and him selling weed. And he never gets busted like that. And if he does, they just bail him out and get it the record expunged. <laughs> right? White dude, the white weed dude is a completely different dude. He got his hat backwards. He got the red cup at the party. He the cool dude. He'd been selling weed for years. Everybody knew him. The thing about the, the thing about white white uh society is that they can change and morph. Uh, real fast by changing their uniform. That's one of the biggest things that people call like a white privilege. They 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 have that, right? They have that. They could be the cool dude. They could be the fake gangbanger when they're in high school, going into college. They could be the weed dude. They could be the GHB dude. 
They could be uh, real, real. Do all they got to do is put on the sweater vest. They put on a suit and tie. Everybody, oh, look at him. Look at Trevor. Trevor's a nice guy. Trevor's one of the nice ones. Mary Trevor. Trevor was a whole menace to society, <laughs> right? Trevor got federally convictions, federal convictions. Trevor's got tattoos on front of them polo shirts. <laughs> All right, anyway, selling shrooms and acid tabs. Trevor was a menace to society. If you go back to his high school, Carter and them, go with Carter. Carter was a whole menace. All right, out here. All of a sudden, he got his little flat back, mealy mouth, Kaylee wife. He's out there at the soccer game. Hi, y'all. Get him drunk. This ninja be rapping Jay-Z lyrics like he grew up with you. You looking at him like, how you know these lyrics? <laughs> right? Mm. All right. Anyway, let me stop. <laughs> let me stop. Yeah, man. They sold a whole bag back, back, back in the day. Then they got busted. They did they five years of probation. Got the record expunged. Now they out here judging everybody else in society. Well, you guys are this and you guys are criminals and black on black crime. You guys got the nerve to open your mouth. You better keep your mouth shut. I know your background, Carter. Trevor, Lawrence. I know your background, too. And you got a domestic violence case. <laughs> and you got a whole domestic violence case. All right, please don't 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 let me don't let me. <laughs> yep, they do their community service. They they pastor at their church right off the community service. Did you learn your lesson, Carter? We'll write it off. Send them out there. Ninja be out here judging everybody else on the news. Look at these people. These Mexicans coming across the border. <laughs> All right. Anyway, yo, let me stop. Let me stop. Let me stop. All right. Let me stop. Let's get back to the show. I grew up with you, Trevor. Don't lie. All right. I grew up with you. I know. I went to school with you. All right. Let's get into Jeff Bezos's marriage. New, 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 new world order. All right. Where are we at here? Jeff Bezos apparently is about to get married to Lauren Sanchez. What are you doing, Jeff Bezos? Hold on for a second. Wait a minute. Who are you? All right. Uh, what are we doing, Jeff? All right. Oh, I didn't mean to have that on the screen. Jeff Bezos apparently and Lauren Sanchez. They're engaged. She didn't came up monkey branching to the infinite degree. As you can see, we have this piece of Puma Calico here. She looks good under all of the air makeup, plastic surgery, and all of that. She nice and petite. Nice is so sweet. And the Amazon founder, after divorcing uh, the woman who set him up, is going to marry this woman. Now, they have a, do have a past, and we're going to go through her past, and we're just going to give it for educational purposes only. Shout out to new, Jeff. New, 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 new world order. Let's tell you who Lawrence Sanchez is. Who's the woman who's going to marry the richest man on the planet? All right, who's the woman who's going to marry the How did she get the richest man on the planet? All right, let's go ahead and break, let's go ahead and break it down. All right, let's go ahead and break it down. Um. Formerly, Lauren Sanchez. I've known Lauren Sanchez for a long time. I've known her for a long time. Because when I lived in Southern California, Lauren Sanchez was part of the Fox Morning Show uh, with this guy. Uh, Steve Edwards and David McEwing and all of them. Whatever this McEwing, Pat McEwing, whatever his name was. Lauren Sanchez was a part of the show. And so she used to do the traffic via helicopter. Right, they'll be like, let's go to traffic. And she would fly in the helicopter, and this is what she looked like, right? Manufactured and all of that shit, right? But 
most people didn't know what plastic surgery was. So you really couldn't understand that this was manufactured. You're like, oh, she's so hot. She's hot. She looked like 40 back then, you know? <laughs> she looked like 40 back then. Like, this is from 2012, which was 10 years ago. She still looked the same age. She still looked 46, no matter what. But listen, that's neither here nor there. All right, um, there she is on her. She does have a pilot's license. She has a background in aviation. And uh, that's what her, that's how she got started, right? But then she started to, um, she started to gain notoriety. She's the former, um, um, she dated Tony Gonzalez of the Kansas City Chiefs back when, uh, before she was making her way through the news segment. We're going to talk about this gentleman later. So she dated Tony Gonzalez. He used to play for the Kansas City Chiefs, tight end, all right, played at the University of California, California at Berserkly basketball, all right, and probably football. So that's Lauren Sanchez. So this is kind of hypergamy on steroids. She married this guy, had children. We're going to get to that in a minute. And I'm not judging it from her, for her past. We're going to find out how she became the richest uh, the wife are going to become the wife of the richest man in the world. So this is her third generation Mexican-American born in New Mexico. Mm. This is what she looked like in the probably the mid 80s. This is her senior picture, probably from the mid 80s. All right. And um, apparently, apparently, let's go up here. We're going to get to this right here. This is her ex-husband. We're going to talk about that in a minute. This is her ex-husband right here, who I think she had two kids with. All right, so there she is there. She's a nice little spicy Latina. She's a little too old for me. She would be practice for me. Take a look at the feet. Yikes. Mm. This is disqualification right there on its basis. I mean, this is an automatic disqualification. Automatic disqualification. And somebody said her high school yearbook is mid. Yeah, I mean, under, see, here's the thing. She's just a regular girl. But now with the nice, the hair, the makeup, and the plastic surgery and whatnot, and the lost weight, she lost weight. And she, you know, she's battling major genetics being a Latina chick from New Mexico. I mean, she has the propensity to turn into an absolute disaster. So her diet nutrition plan has to be on point. Anybody know what I'm talking about? She has to keep this figure. This is not a natural figure. She probably got to eat grape skins and apple slices and, and, and lettuce no dress. You know what she has to do to keep this figure? Uh, but uh, take a look at the feet. I mean, I'm already out on the feet here. Mm. All right. All right. I'm already out on the feet. All right. That's I'm like, never mind. But uh, anyway, let's take you to what happened here. Let's take you to what happened. Let's scroll up. This is her on the show extra. So she was moving her way up the entertainment ladder and so forth and so on. Uh, very, very aggressively. And she does have an education in the degree. Okay, now, how did she meet Jeff Bezos? How did she meet Jeff Bezos, you're wondering? All the women are wondering. Well, I actually did a show on this. I did a show on this uh, back in the day. Jeff Bezos was friends with her husband. You heard that right. You heard that right. While Jeff Bezos was married to McKenzie... She was married to Jeff Bezos' friend. So we call this in the manosphere, in the red pill, uh, we call this monkey branching. We call this hypergamy. <laughs> right? This is what we call this. 
And so this is a classic case of monkey branching, right? So when the divorce of McKenzie went through, after he finalized his divorce, and this is all on the internet, um, the day he finalized with McKenzie, she filed for divorce from him. And then they were already dating. So they were already dating, and it was already known by this guy that they were already dating. And this is kind of probably what broke up the marriage with him and McKenzie. This is all alleged, is that they had already been dating while they both were married. While he's married to McKenzie, she's married to him. They had already been dating and messing around. So she saw a chance, and she took it. Now, this guy's allegedly worth $300 million. This is no small potatoes guy. Allegedly, this guy's worth $300 million. But as you can see, take a look at this photo. He's got his arm wrapped around his wife right here. But she's leaning towards Jeff. Take a look at the body language. Okay, take a look at the body language. All right, so she's got a chance to take a picture with Jeff. And apparently they kicked it. By the way, they kicked it heavy, meaning that their families would have, this is alleged, their families would have hangouts together. They hung out. Like McKenzie and her were known to each other. Jeff was known to the husband. They hung out together. They might have had orgies. I have no idea. I have no idea. You never know. But body language tells everything. As you can see, she's leaning in. She's like, I'm with the richest man in the world. But she's also with a guy worth and married to $300 million. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, $300 million. But yeah, my man got, th my man got $300 billion over here. And $300 million is chump change when you're talking about $300 billion. So you know she's savvy. She's worked her way up the ladder. You know what you know what time it is. She knows what to say. She knows what to do. This is an apex predator, and this isn't meant to be a bad thing. Apex predator is not bad, but she that means she's very savvy. She's intentional. She goes for whatever she wants, and she gets it. And she's going to get to marry the richest man in the world. Now, there is a funny uh, picture here that I do want to share as well that went quite viral, and we talked about this. It's Lauren Sanchez, Jeff Bezos, and Leonardo DiCaprio, right? So there was a little bit of fodder going on as to um, uh, Leo moving in on, uh, sorry, Leo moving in on Lauren Sanchez when she had the chance. So we're going to go ahead and review those photos, um, if you will. So this is Lauren Sanchez meeting Leonardo DiCaprio. Now, I'm assuming Leo's standing on a step. Jeff Bezos is not the tallest man in the world. So this is, you can't, can't see it here. This is Lauren meeting Leo. So she definitely, she definitely knows how to get around. And this is also Jeff Bezos' reaction to Lauren Sanchez meeting Leo. All right. And there's quite a few images here related to this. Doesn't look like he's quite happy about what's going on here. And, of course, he did tweet about this. It went so viral that he responded. The richest man in the world responded to this interaction He could because it went viral. <laughs> All right, Leo's like, yo, you ain't got no chance. But Jeff responded tweeting about, um, let me see here. He tweeted that uh, something about Leo. I might have to pull it up. But Jeff Bezos, the richest man in the world, literally had to jump on Twitter to respond to this interaction. Let me see if I can. Let me see your Jeff Bezos Leo tweet. Oh, everybody. Let me see if I can find it. Leo tweet. 
And it was kind of like a tongue-in-cheek response. Oh, here it is right here. So, oh, it's still up. It's still up. So he's still up on this page, or somebody shared it here. This is the response. Jeff, it's on his, tw it's on his Twitter. Jeff Bezos. So after it happened, see, it's a response. Okay, here's the video. All right, here's the video. All right, look at Lauren. Look at Lauren. Look at Lauren the whole time. Look at the body language. She got her titties on him. Look, he's walking away. She's like, oh, look at this. So that's the interaction. And he's like, bitch, get up out my face, man. Now he's like, why are you hugging? Get them fake ass titties off of me. So Jeff Bezos responds. He says, Leo, come over here. I want to show you something. And he tagged him at Leonardo DiCaprio. Danger. Steep cliff. Fatal drop. All right. So here we go. All right. So Jeff Bezos actually responded to this on Twitter. All right. So anyway, uh, just so you know, we're just giving background information as to what's going on here. So there's there's Leo telling her, man, if you don't back your apex, brother, that shit ain't gonna work on me, baby. You're gonna have to be 22 years old. You're gonna have to be 22 years old. All right. Um, let's go ahead and show you this. Let's go ahead and show you this here apparently apparently when you have a person very savvy you will also have her have you be comfortable around men that she's been with so apparently allegedly allegedly this is lauren sanchez this is jeff bezos they're apparently on a boat but who is this gentleman here anybody know who is the gentleman right here and who is she She's taking a video of this man. Anybody know who this man is? They're on a boat. They're on a massive boat. We're going to call it a yacht. Who's the guy here? We know who this is. This is Jeff. Who is this? This is Tony Gonzalez. Who is Tony Gonzalez? Let's go back. Let's go back. Tony Gonzalez and, and um, this woman... Uh, Lauren Sanchez were in a relationship probably lastly around 2005. 2005. All right, so such a romantic getaway. There they are. This is the gentleman here. Okay, it says right here she dated Tony Gonzalez. So this picture is an old picture of them together, but apparently when it's time for a romantic getaway and go on the my big boat, my big boat, for some reason, Tony's along for the ride. Mm. Listen. Listen. It is how it is. The rich do what the rich do. The rich do what the rich do. So, I listen, no judgments for me. I do. You know what I mean? It is what it is. Because, look, normal sex for these people is boring. Normal relationship for these people are boring. But this is what you have going on here. And she looks quite enthusiastic about her ex-man, and she's having memories and flashbacks. I can see her exhaling right now, waiting to exhale, and she's video recording the ninja. Mm. Right? Somebody says here. And so we know probably Jeff is probably in these streets. He don't care. He's the richest man in the world. So these are not even uh, five-figure problems. These aren't six-figure problems. These aren't seven-figure problems. These aren't even ten-figure problems. This ninja's the richest man in the world. You're like, whatever. I got women bought, paid for on a junior college. He don't care. He don't know. 
but he also possibly is lonely because it is lonely at the top. So he has to put up with this because he might have a genuine connection with her. He has a genuine connection, but it begs the question, why is he getting married? Like, what would be the benefit for him to get engaged and married to her? Even if there's a prenup, why would he marry? I, I just don't get it. He's old enough. She's old. She's way past. Why? Potentially, she might know where the bodies are buried. She might have a secret. I don't know. Maybe he's rewarding her. We're going to get to that conversation next year with the main event. What? Why would he marry? Okay, anybody? Put in there why you think he would marry. Okay, social standing. We talked about this. He cannot be with a young woman, right? Leonardo DiCaprio can. He cannot marry a 24-year-old woman, Jeff Bezos. Now, he's no longer the chairman of the board for Amazon. He's no longer that guy. I think he abdicated his position a while ago. But he cannot be, he can parade around a, a manufactured woman. He cannot parade around a young woman like Leo. It would ruin his credibility. It would ruin his standing. He probably has goals and aspirations that would require him to have stability in marriage, right? Even as the richest man in the world, he can't be seen around philandering. He can't be seen around having orgies. He can't be seen around with young women. He can't see, be seen around here running game on. He can't. He can't. So he has to have someone that is like, hey, this is Jeff and whatever her name is, Lauren. He's got to be seen like that. And it, this is how white society works. Yeah. He says, why not? Elon, I already know. Elon's already had several wives, if I'm not mistaken, and several baby daddies. I mean, baby mamas. But um, Elon's already given the go go college try. And everybody know Elon is somewhat on the fringe. Right. Like on, he's on the spectrum, not the fringe. Elon's on the spectrum. So they can be like, well, he on the spectrum. And uh, you see how they treat Elon right now. New, 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 new world order. You see how they treat Elon. They they're not giving Elon the benefit of the doubt. Elon's already on counterculture. Elon called out Gorge Soros. So you already know. Elon's called out Gorge Soros by name. So Elon's not in the mix. He's on the outside of the mix. He's outside the matrix. Jeff Bezos is in the matrix. All right. Whether you like it or not. Jeff Bezos runs the matrix. So. <laughs> All right. Jeff Bezos is the new Rockefeller, if you will. Allegedly. New, 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 new world order. So we better be careful of how we tiptoe around his subject matter. Let's get to the main event here. All right. We got why. Why, indeed, men are here to please women. All right, so we're going to show you real quick. A lot of people are going to be triggered by this conversation, and I realize that. A lot of you guys grew up with single mothers, so you should already consider a lot of your youth, childhood, and rearing has been an absolute lie. You've been raised in the Matrix as well. All right? You have been raised with no common sense, only emotional responses to everything. And with that being said, you've been completely misled in the ways of the world. And thus, you appear to be the ninja in here. If you disagree with me, this is how I'm going to look at you responding to me. Let's go ahead and roll the film. This is you right here. I love you so much. Don't leave me. Please don't do me like this. 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 Don't do me like this.
Man, that pussy got some power to it. <laughs> See, this is how brothers like you have grown up to look at a woman in your life. Oh, please don't leave me. You're the best. Oh, my God. I can't live without you. Oh, you're my everything. After you've done everything you possibly could have to please this woman. Right? Yes, you've done everything you could. I'm not happy. And guess what? She still ain't happy because you're in a constant hamster wheel of pleasing her. And that is not how it's been truly intended. You've been told you got to please her. You got to impress her. You got to show her this and show her that. And you started from day one, taking her to the things that you don't even take herself to. Right? Doing things, dressing for her, displaying everything, all of these things many times because you're broke. You've taken the path of pure Simpery, meaning you idolize mediocre persons, not peacefully. You idolize a mediocre person. You chosen idolatry. You chosen to pedestalize the woman and tell her how great he is. And every day she says, how great am I? How great am I today? How great am I today? Am I look beautiful today? Do I look fat today? Tell me, tell me. And matter of fact, I do have a clip to go in conjunction with this particular clip. Let me see if I can pull it up real quick. Um, I'm going to pull it up real quick here and show you. Uh, what exactly you guys get caught up in. And this is a no, this is a loser mentality. All right. Because now you get caught up in the trap of you got to please her and you got to make her happy. Right here. It is. Uh, let's see here. This is a woman that is being recorded by her mate. She thinks he's taking a picture. She thinks he's taking a picture. She asked, how do I look and watch what he gets back in return? This is why when dudes go out to please women, you're 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 playing a loser game. You're playing a loser hand. Take a look. Feel look good? Yeah. Just yeah. I'm taking the video, so guess what? I got that all on. Just yeah. Now take a look. She goes back into oh, I'm just a pretty young, feminine-looking woman. Take my picture, but she didn't realize he was taking a video, and he caught her natural response. This response: How do I look? Well, he's supposed to, baby, you look gorgeous. You look wonderful. You look like the beautiful, most beautiful woman in the world. You're my dream. He basically was like, yeah. And she got mad because he's on a constant effort to please her. And that's what she thinks he's there to do. And you're not there to do that shit. You started off doing that shit, and now you got to keep doing it. And to the point where you don't do it, you get called out for it. You get called out for it. You're supposed to say this. You're supposed to do that. Guys, I'm here to tell you, you're not. Because then she takes it for granted, and then she makes sure you keep doing this shit into perpetuity. Let's play it again. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah? Look at that. Look at that. Guys, this is, this is suburban households again. So look at the, look at the, look at the, look at this, look at what he gets back. And when I get to what you provide, this is why she's angry because the ninja said, yeah. Now, when I tell you the trade-off of what you provide and what she provides is so unequal that you pleasing her is a failed mission. It's so stupid to go please her. It's dumb. It puts you in weakness because you basically minimize the importance of what you provide all for her little feelings. Let's continue. Here we go. Feel good? Yeah. Just, Yeah. Wow. And he probably hadn't slept with this woman in three or four days. This is sad. This is really sad, guys. You guys got to train them. Yes, train them. 
to not depend on your little words for their happiness. You got to train them. You got to condition this shit out of them. It's kind of like conditioning a team at the beginning of the season. Condition that shit out of you. Do not depend on my words. Here you go. Is that good? Yeah. Just yeah? Bitch, you were sleeping in a nice California King the, re the day before, the night before, you were sleeping in a nice bed. So do not think you about to raise hell over my yeah bullshit. You're not about to do that, <laughs> right? We're not about to do this shit. Right now, you was in a place with air conditioning in the middle of the desert. You are not about to disrespect me like this. See, what you think is you need to provide all of this shit and please her. No, this is an absolute no, because it minimizes the important shit that you do. Let's get to it. Let's get to the conversation. <laughs> all right. It takes away and nullifies all the important things you do and places it on some little bullshit like this Mickey Mouse shit. Now she gets to be mad at me and then drive in the car. I got to drive her and I got to apologize. Well, baby, you look beautiful. No. That is minimizing your commitment. It is minimizing everything you bring to the relationship, all to her little feelings. Absolutely not. You are not there to please them because there's it's mission impossible. So every little day they get to wake up and find something to be mad about in order to control and manipulate you while doing everything you're supposed to do. Okay. Even when you do everything you're supposed to do, she can still be mad at you. Why? Oh, you hurt my little feelings. You didn't please me. You didn't jump through the hoop. Uh, you didn't jump over the hurdle. I placed in front of you. <laughs> yep, and she little little tyrant on your ass. All because, do I look beautiful? Yeah. Just yeah? Now she got to pout. She gets to pout all day. And you recorded me. And then you're going to put it on the internet. You provide what you provide, and you got to walk on eggshells with this woman. Absolutely not. Guys, this is loser sideways mentality. Now, let's talk about you equal partner dudes. You guys think, well, we we complement each other, and we balance each other out. And I do this, and I do that. You're just as stupid. You're just as reprehensible because you don't understand the value that you're bringing. Now, this you're going to be like, I bring in this value, and she does this, and we pay half the rent. Do you know? That you can never leave each other. You're financially dependent on each other. I just talked to a woman who's in this exact same boat. She's been with her boyfriend for 12 years. They want to break up. They don't have sex no more. They don't do none of that shit no more. They're both in open relationships trying to. This is the last the straw that's going to break the camel's back. They're eventually going to break up. And not only that, they were in an open relationship and she found out he cheated while in an open relationship. Make this make sense. But they're in their early 30s. So they've been together. They're their only mates. But they have an equal partnership. They pay equal amounts of the bills. At one point, she made more than him. Now she makes less. And she's trying to figure it out. But do you know they can't leave each other? Why can't they leave each other? Why? Now, they're stuck together. And many of these people that are going to say, well, we're equal and we complement each other. You don't realize you're stuck. By putting yourself in that position. Why can't they leave each other? Why can't they break up? Why can't he say kick rocks? 
Why can't she say kick rocks? Why? Somebody tell me why. <laughs> He's not at his peak income. All right. The money. They're tied together by money. They have a lease or a mortgage or their car payments. They can't. They're codependent. Their finances are commingled. Their finances are coming. They, they're not going anywhere. Not anytime soon. One of them are going to have to buy their way out of the relationship. Like their car titles are together. Their mortgage titles are together. They don't have kids. They don't have kids. They can't leave. So she was telling me this. She was like, I can't break up with them. Why? We both, one of, we're both going to drown financially. Okay. Mm. We're both done. So if they break up, they're both going to drive financially. One person could recover, but they both lived in existence where they're living equally and they both have equal shares of the finances. They're codependent, right? Codependency is not a ledge to live on telling men how to push through this balance of relationships, right? Somebody said that's ridiculous. It's not true. It is true because neither one of them make that much money. Neither one of them make that much money. And then if you live together for 12 years, you're breaking off furniture. You're breaking off car titles and car payments and mortgage histories, leases, mortgage title. You're breaking off financial, significant financial entanglement. He can cut it off, but you know what's going to happen to her. I'm going to tell you, if he cuts it off, yep, they got joint bank accounts, he says, I've seen this in 4K. If he breaks up with her, he can go live in a hovel. He can go live with his mom. You know what she's going to do? Tell me what's going to happen to her for the guy who doesn't understand. what's He can go fine. He can go live in a hut. He's in his early 30s. He's He could be fine for a minute. What's going to happen to her? What's going to happen to her? She's going to crash and burn. She's going to crash and burn. What's that going to result in? What's that going to, she ain't getting another dude. She's not getting another dude to finance her. What's going to happen when she crashes and burns? What's going to happen when she crashes and burns? <laughs> Let me see if y'all get this right here. She going to sell some peace leave. She going to sue his ass, right? She going right to the government. She about to drag that ninja. Like uh, some, some she's going she gonna to drag him. She's going to drag that ninja. She's going to look up common law marriage. She's going to have to break that, that finances up. They're going to have to break them bank accounts up, break all the car insurance up, break all the goddamn auto payments up. She's going to be in court tomorrow. Palimony suit. She ain't going down. She ain't going to crash and burn over this ninja. So here's the thing. In that equal partnership, they're stuck like Chuck. So he has to do what? Oh, I'm stuck. I got to keep pleasing. She's going to have to find a new man. She's going to have to monkey branch. And if she crashes and burns, that ninja is done. Yep, there's going to be abuse claims, all of this. She's already saying she he cheated on her while in an open relationship. So she got that ninja by the balls. Okay. Yep, he hit me. That's an expensive-ass breakup. That's an expensive-ass breakup. So they're codependent. They're They're together. And the only way they get out of it is one person's got to financially get themselves out of it. And it doesn't sound like he's the most motivated guy. So that's his problem. That's going to be a mess on him. Um, She's going to get bankrupted. She's going to go down and crash and burn. 
So these people that get into these equal balance relationships over time, it doesn't favor you because not only that you financially commingle your funds, then you're still got to please her. She can still be unhappy, which she will. And then you'll go about trying to make her happy, which is going to be mission impossible. I'm not happy. <laughs> so I don't want to hear about, um, well, I don't simp, but we're equals and we see each other as equals. There's no such thing. Uh, Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union's relationship is somewhat synonymous to that. If you want to take it to a higher level, they're equal partners. But if Dwayne Late Wade dumped Gabrielle Union, she coming after that ninja. She can't survive and keep her lifestyle and maintain all of that. She coming after him. Also, she's got to figure out in the next 10 years if she can keep up with that equal partnership financially, which she probably will not be able to, or she'll have to sell out or sell her soul or sell out the soul of her children to be able to do it. All right. That's the only way she's going to be able to get around that. She's not going to have the amount of money in 60 and 70 as he will when he's 50 and 60 because she's almost a decade older than him. So she got to keep this shit going and she's going to have to sell out somebody. So they don't have an equal partnership because what you are in an age, you're, she's not the same in general, right? She's not the same. So let's get to this part of it. Let's get to this part of it. Let me see if I can find it uh, right here. Let's, let's play this lady right here. She says right here, and this is a woman who is dressed in the traditional, uh, one of the sect of Islam's garb, if you will. I can't tell you what it is. Hajab, hajab, hajib. It says men are not here to please women. It's actually the other way around. In Western culture, we've lost track of this because your dad was in the shy lights, sipping, singing doo-wop and begging women to be a part of his life. When it's the opposite, they're supposed to prove to us if they're worthy of our commitment, which is vital. It's what they chase. They chase this commitment. Any woman can go out and have sex. Any woman can get a woman, a man to fornicate with, but can they get a commitment? It's the one thing that eludes them. And it's the most important thing they're after. But you think that I'm supposed to impress her. I'm supposed to please her. I'm supposed to penalize her when in fact she's at the disadvantage. She can't get guys to easily do what you're about to give away. And you come in with the opposite. I need to impress her. I need to put her up. I need to tell her this. And she's this and that. It's the opposite. She can't get what you can get. You can, guys, today, I can go out right now and get a committed relationship. Right now. All I would have to do is go through my phone, text one woman, one, maybe two, and say, you know what? I'm tired of all these games. I'm tired of the fornication. I'm tired of the junior college, boo. It's been you all along. It's been you. I want you and you and you only move in with me. I'm a paid a bit. This is you move in. I got your bedroom. I got your closet. I'm cleaning out my closet. I put all my clothes downstairs. You move into my closet, move into my house. Don't worry about nothing. I can get that shit right now. With relative ease. But you think you got to do more than that. To get a commitment you can easily get. Huh? 
why does why do I have to impress her? It is her that's chasing the ring. It's her that's chasing the marriage license. It's her that's chasing being validated as a woman. Why am I impressing her? Why isn't she not pressing me? Why? Please make it make sense. I know. Why do I have to go above and beyond? I'm providing commitment, validation, shelter, protection, sometimes income. I'm giving her all of this shit because of who she is. Why isn't she texting me in the morning? Every goddamn morning faithfully. Why isn't she impressing me? Why isn't she? Why? Because she got a badussy. I can get that. I can buy that. She got a bussy. Bussy. Why? Because she has what? What is she bringing of me other than that? Matter of fact, before we play the video, I want you to look at the list of things that men require of women. What are the things that men require of women? What are the things? Think about it. If I want a woman, I can basically say, I want this, this, this. The list will be five bullet points long. Five. Feminine fit. You know, know when to shut up. Somewhat sense of you. Now, the list could maybe be five to ten bullet points. We've seen women with lists that are 20 and 30 and 40 bullet points long with massive contradictions of men, mission impossible, and so forth and so on. And if this woman manages to find anybody like that and that guy gives her a commitment, why isn't she impressing him? Why is she not jumping through hoops and hurdles to make that guy who is only one of a million why isn't she not impressing him why does she get to come in and go all right impress me to the very guy that meets 15 of her 40 bullet points why is she jumping through hoops and hurdles why am i supposed to make her happy and laugh and dance and all that she should be jumping through hoops and hurdles for that guy sometimes they do sometimes they don't sometimes you get it asked backwards right Sometimes you go, I'm in the table. This is the craziest thing in the world. So you think about it. We've been trained backwards. We've been marketed to and sold backwards. In a regular society where romance doesn't prevail and we actually get to measure what's what, they should be on a daily mission to please you. It is, in fact, what the Bible has called being a helpmate, a helpmeet, and so forth and so on. But I'm not going to use that over them because these women are the spirit of Jezebel. They don't want to hear about that Bible. They want to go ahead and use the Bible for their own generals and pur purposes and only let God judge her. Okay, but I'm out here judging because I'm providing this. Even if I was a regular middle class guy, I'm providing above and beyond what she's providing so much so that she has to say, well, I can provide that for myself in order to make the conversation competitive. She eventually got to say, well, I have a job too. And I have a degree too. That's the only way reason they do that. And in fact, last point before I play the video, most men that think they're in an equal partnership or in a situation where the woman loves him and he's still like that, that guy that's feminine, his wife, and she jumps down his throat. 
All you would have to do is take your current woman and remove everything you provide. You immediately will lose the woman. Overnight, you equal partnership guys, you guys that simp, pedestalize women, say women are equal, uh, not really recognize the value that you bring, you would immediately lose that woman doing what you're supposed, bringing what you're supposed to bring. You're going to find out real fast that she gone. The minute you stop, it's a rapsky. So those were conditions that she placed upon you only because you chose to take the direction of, I'm here to please her. Hmm? Let's play the video. Uh, this woman's going to break it down here. And uh, this sister's going to agree. This is different cultures, though. Different cultures. One is coming, right? All right. Now, if refresh you it. finally could. Let me get the refreshing going. Uh, it's already ready for volume. Here we go. If you have to convince a sister, a woman, that you are a good option, that you're her best option, right? By jumping through hoops, by proving yourself, by buying her stuff, by telling her what she wants to hear, she's not the one for you. Uh-oh. Guys, I've had to learn this myself. If you had to take her out, prove to her, buy her things, she's not the one. But she's the one for you, she's she'll say, I'll sign up for this deal. I'm signing up. Why? Because you provided situations where she's going to get pedestal. She has a great advantage. You have everything that she wants. She might not like you, but she's giving you the you're giving her the conditions. She sold. Hold up. That's what I tell my sons. Why do I say that? Because she clearly does not see you as her best option, right? She thinks you're just one of many, or maybe you're okay, but maybe another better one is coming, right? Hypergamy. All right, I'll take you in the meantime, and I'll wait for the better option. I'll take you now. You're doing good. Jump. Jump on one leg, bark, roll, sit. All right, here's her treat. Now, if you finally convince her to marry you, what is going to happen in that relationship? What's going to be the power dynamic yeah, in that relationship? Uh, yep. You've basically signed up for a life of her on a pedestal and you working overtime to please her. Woo! And many times that's the end of your marriage. Once you start working overtime, right? Uh, because she's going to say, okay, I got this, but do this now. I got this. I do this now. Because there's always forever. I'm not happy. Sorry, Eric, <laughs> headphone guy. There's a forever loop. She's never like, this is great. Stop trying to please me. We're good. We're good. Focus on you. I'll focus on the kid. There's never that. It's constant loop. All right. And so we showed you the video. Of the woman says, yes, there's a constant loop. You can still lose the relationship by doing something stupid. Now you're going to work overtime because now I want the purse. I want the bag. I want the lifestyle. You're going to work overtime. And that's guess what's going to happen. She's going to say, you're not here. You're not here helping with, with the kids. You're not here. You're I'm lonely. You're not here. You only want money. You're not here anymore. You're done. All right. Hamster will. Because you chose pleasing her as a, well, I don't want to make her unhappy. I don't want to sleep on the couch. I don't want to be in the doghouse. I don't want to have to sleep in the man cave. You chose happiness over understanding what you bring. You already got well enough 
more than she deserves. And she is not taking that opportunity to say, I'm going to please you. Priority one, please you. She's still waiting and leveraging. I need to be happy. I'm not happy. <laughs> it's wrong. It's absolutely wrong approach. So any of these dudes, happy wife, happy life. Uh, oh, she wears the pants in the family. This is absolute garbage, trash advice. And any man pushing this to you, they're setting you up for sabotage. They're sabotaging you. They're setting you up for a game that you cannot win. You can't win. And you got the advantage. You literally, you're literally doing way, in general, you're doing way more than her. She doesn't even have to think about where she's sleeping tonight. She doesn't have to take random salami. She got a commitment. You validated her as a mom, a wife, or a girlfriend. You gave her a title. You've removed her from the cock carousel. She no longer has to go to bars and nightclubs. She no longer has to be on a dating app and deal with trash dudes. She no longer has to wake up in her own vomit in her studio bedroom apartment or her roommate's house. She doesn't have to live with her mother and father. She doesn't have to worry about somebody coming through the window. Okay? She no longer has to compete with other women. You gave her life. But yet you're pleasing her. You're trying to keep her up and happy. I've been telling you, Adams 316 says women are not to be pleased. Don't do it. Now, you're going to miss out on 90% of the women because 90% of the women are trained in that idea that you have to please her. She don't have to sell punani on seeking. She's in the comfort. You've given her kids. You've given her kids. The pleasing days are over. She should be pleasing you. Should be her number one priority. First thing in the morning. Hi, honey. Let me show you what she would be doing. All right, we're going to get back to it. Okay, and if you're not getting this treatment, there's levels to this shit. Okay, check this out. This is what your morning should look like right here. And I know it seems a little bit goofy, but check it out right here. Let's go ahead and roll it. Food. What you got? Mashed potatoes, macaroni, and a cool portion. This, this is, is technically my breakfast since 4 p.m. <laughs> you just woke up. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Master Splinter. Man, boy, them things are saggy. All right, but she did have her feet out, so I can't complain. Food. What you got? Mashed potatoes, macaroni, and a full portion. This, this is, is technically my breakfast since 4 p.m. <laughs> you just woke up. Ah, so shout out to her right there. Listen, if you ain't getting that treatment for what you're providing, the weight of your commitment the weight of what it means for her to have a one committed man in our world today. If she's not going through these things at a young age, if she doesn't realize this, you're losing. If she can be unhappy because you didn't tell her she looked pretty, which she, you probably already did, you're playing a losing game. Let's get back to this woman telling us why it should be the other way around. Okay, here we go. And sisters, unfortunately, hate it when I 
talk about this, right? Because this is the model we've been presented by society. Yeah. A man's job is to please you. A man's job is to make sure you are happy. A man's job is to cater to you, etc. Yeah. And the reality is, certainly as far as the dean is concerned, it's actually the opposite. Mm. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the Prophet have taught us as women the importance of pleasing our husbands, of catering to our husbands, of looking after our husbands. If you have to convince a sister, a woman, that you are a good option, that you're her best option, right? By jumping through hoops, by proving yourself, by buying her stuff, by telling her what she wants to hear, she's not the one for you. Mm. That's what I tell my sons. Why do I say that? Because she clearly does not see you as her best option, right? She thinks you're just one of many, or maybe you're okay, but maybe another better one is coming, yeah. right? Now, if you finally convince her to marry you, what is going to happen in that relationship? What's going to be the power dynamic yeah, in that relationship? Um, yep. You've basically signed up for a life of her on a pedestal and you working overtime to please her. And sisters, unfortunately, hate it when I talk about this, right? Because this is the model we've been presented by society. Yeah. A man's job is to please you. A man's job is to make sure you are happy. A man's job is to cater to you, etc. Yeah. And the reality is, certainly as far as the dean is concerned, it's actually the opposite. Mm. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the Prophet have taught us as women the importance of pleasing our husbands. Now, check this out. Check this out. I'm going to tell, tell you all something now that you're going to disagree with. I'm going to tell you something now that you're going to disagree with. Because I already hit y'all up and y'all praising me and y'all praising the Lord and y'all praising this. I'm going to tell y'all something. If you find this woman, reward her for her good behavior. Yes, I said it. Reward her to the infinite degree for this. Now, this is where guys going to mess this shit up. Because you think women don't deserve it. You think this is what she's supposed to do. Yeah, I get all that. But now, if she does this, now it's time to reward her to the infinite degree. Now, I don't want to hear shit about you running game outside your wife. I don't want to hear shit about you fornicating behind her back. I don't want to hear shit about you not giving her what she deserves. Now. I don't want to hear shit about not her protecting her. See, now, now, now y'all niggas going to have to pony up. Pony up for that woman if you got her. There ain't no playing games on her behind her back, Ninja. Now, if she agrees for you to go to get a little punani out there, that's a whole different thing. Now, it's time to reward. And what men refuse to do is when they have a woman like this, your ninjas don't reward her. You take it for granted. See, we can't have it both ways, gentlemen. Can't have it both ways. Can't be out here. Well, women supposed to do this and women supposed to do that. And then when that woman shows up, well, she ain't attractive enough. And she just basic. And she just this. Ninja, if she's there, reward her. You got to reward her. You got to put her up front. You got to put, you got to put her in a position where she can keep doing what she's doing. Now. Now. You're going to say, women are going to say, well, I don't want to reward like a dog. Well, you reward married men's sex like a dog 
all day long and nobody can call you out for that. You use sex as a weapon and a reward system in your relationships and marriage. So I don't want to hear a damn thing. Now it's time to reward the woman for the behavior. And you have to do it because if you stop rewarding her, she's going to simply stop doing it. And then she's not going to do it for the next man. Then she's going to be like, well, the man then now has to pony up and please me because I did all of this shit for guys and they took it for granted. And that's the damn truth. Okay, that's the truth. It's the truth of it. When you see it and it presents it, I don't care if she looks like a model or not like a model. If you want to throw it away, throw it away. Throw it away. But if she's out here delivering me pulled pork sandwiches, coleslaw, and baked beans, reward time. Reward time. And then you do what? You incentivize the behavior. You incentivize it. You give her extrinsic or intrinsic value. What you don't do is give her intrinsic or extrinsic value for doing nothing when you are the ones got to do what? I got to please her and pedestalize her. And then based on her being happy, you reward her. No, that's opposite. It's opposite. You reward her for good behavior, not doing what she's supposed to do, not her presence, not her being pretty or beautiful. You don't reward her for that. She most of the time don't even have no control for the, over that. You don't get reward her for you doing good, <laughs> right? Mm. And sex ain't enough. She gives you some sex. You don't put her on a pedestal because she gave you some sex, <laughs> right? It's just how it is. Anyway, the part that you guys are going to miss is that you'll get it and the woman will do it. And then you'll say, bitch, that's what you supposed you deserve nothing, and that's completely wrong. That is completely wrong. I do not agree with that. I do not agree with that. That person should not. The, the effort has already been made. She already ponied up. She took a great risk, and she got something very, very valuable. It's what you minimize. You protect, secure, provide. You legitimize her. You put a ring on her. You might legally marry. I don't suggest you do that. You give her shelter, provision, protection. You give her food, access to food. You give her your life force, which is your kid, your seed. You give that to her. She does not give that to you. She does not give you children. You give her children. We need to change the dynamics. I give you this kid. Matter of fact, in your gut right now, in your uterus is death. That's all there is until I give it life. You take my life, so forth. You take my seed. Which is more valuable, your eggs or my seed? Well, in the marketplace, without any context, the egg. But in the family court, it is the seed. Mm. Without my seed, you do not have life. So I give you that. I give you that and I give you mine in order for no other man to give you theirs. And then I give you protection as a result of that. Where is... The not, where is the need for you to please her? How does that come into it? That's Western culture just told you guys all wrong. It does not work that way. <laughs> all right. It doesn't make sense that I got to keep her happy at the same damn time. Not only does it not make sense, it doesn't make sense that I got to do all of that and she can blow it up because she's not happy. Think about how stupid. I'm not happy. Think about how stupid that is. <laughs> I give her all of this and she can still go, well, I wasn't happy. So I, I torched it. I'm not happy. 
<laughs> you better train them up fast. Better train them up fast. That pleasing you is not going to be a part of this deal. In fact, it will be the opposite, but there's going to be levels to this. You have to have the you have to have the leverage and the options to be able to consider this. Most men, last point, most men who are in equal partnerships or in partnerships where they got to keep their spouse or girlfriend happy, you got that woman when you didn't have levels to this shit. Let's be honest. You didn't have the money. You didn't have the status. You married and committed her when you were broke as a joke and you were happy to have her. And then thus for the next 30 years of your life, you got to play on the hamster wheel. Because that's how you started the relationship. Only that you continue to rise in value. You continue to rise in levels. You continue to have more leverage and options. But guess what? Your dumb ass got to still play the we're equal and she I'm happy to have her game. Oh. And that's the only question I have to ask if you disagree with this. Do you have a wife? Yes, I do. When did you marry her? Well, 12 years ago. Exactly. When you had Nathan, <laughs> right? Now you got something, but you still stuck like Chuck, all right? To the point where if you left her, now that you have something, guess what you don't have? You don't got no freedom. You about to have half your resources. You about to lose your ass. So you got to come out here and disagree with me. You married her with nothing. Now you got something and you still got to play the same goofy ass game. All right. Of course you disagree with me. She your rib. She your queen. All right. Yeah. All right. But guys, we've all made this mistake. Trust me. We've all made this mistake and it is what it is. If you disagree, it's because you stuck in the situation where thus you have to disagree. All right. You're not in a situation where you where you got levels and leverage and you'd be like, nah, coach, I still want to put her. She my rib. All right. Anyway, I want to find my rib. Anyway. Somebody says, coach, what about guys? I don't know what about guys. I already said about guys. But I don't want you to go get no guys. All right. What are we doing here? Uh, let's get to these super chats in here. If I made sense, feel free to contribute with a like or other contribution or whatnot. What are we doing here? Uh, MC Hamster says, thoughts on Bill G and Epstein Juco extortion. Um, well, that's what the bottom line, that's what the game was about the entire time. Uh, your boy, Jeffrey, I didn't kill myself, um, had dirt on everybody. That's why his ass had to go. New, 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 new world order. He had to go. <laughs> what more needs to be said? Everybody knows what's going on. You know, there's no more investigation that needs to be had. He got, he had dirt on everybody. And guys, be careful. Be careful with the um, things that you do in the company of others, because sometimes there are initiation acts that get people to have information on you that keeps you loyal to them. Right. This is the same even in marriages and the company you keep, the friendship circles, the, the corporate jobs. Be careful what you do. I would tell you, man, keep your secrets. Keep your skeletons in the closet, Ninja. <laughs> right. Whatever you do, be a creeper. All right. I'm a creeper. I creep. Yeah. Everything I do, Ninja, I don't do it in front of everybody. Now, I do do the junior college, but I don't tell you what, when, where, why, and how. All right? I tip my ass out. You don't see me doing the damn thing. All right? I ain't know you ain't seen nothing. Lurk, creep, radio silence, don't brag, Ninja. I'll be like, mm, yep, I'm on something. You ask me if I did something, I just blink at your ass. What? Blink. 
Keep your shit. On, don't do don't do shit with other people. Y'all go to y'all go to um Thailand and you go to um Colombia or wherever the hell y'all going. Creep. Don't go but your homeboys walk down. Let's go get some hoes. No, 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 no. Hey, y'all go out there. I'll meet y'all down there. I'll meet y'all down there. Then I'm going over here. All right. Then I'm gonna do what I do, get my dirt, bust my nut, get her going, get her some money, tell her to skedaddle, and then I'll meet up with y'all. Hey man, what y'all doing out here after I get my nut busted? <laughs> right. And then, like, we still trying to find the girls. Oh, really? Oh, we're damn. Oh, but hey, yeah, okay. All right, little okay. All right, man. Hey, we'll get them tomorrow, guys. We'll get them tomorrow. <laughs> All right. If I was selling, I ain't gonna tell nobody. Biggie told you don't keep drugs in your sock, or right, whoever told you that, man. Hey, I ain't telling you nothing. We'll get them next time, guys. We'll try again. I'll be back sleeping. Hey, like this ninja done fell asleep already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. Do your dirt all by my lonely. Y'all better learn, man. Do your dirt all by your lonely. Man, do not be out here bragging. All right, where we at here? Shout out to Abel Returns to Eden. W privilege is the main reason why black men have to get their passports so they can uh, contrast and compare the U.S. and actually know what it's really like to be a real human being for once. Facts. Absolutely. Right. Those things don't get used against you and leveraged against you when you're over there. So black men do get an advantage when they leave the United the United States. To be quite honest, is not a place for most black Americans. This is not your place. This is not your habitat. This is not where you're going to have a significant advantage. And, and, and it's not because you cannot. It's because of your mentality. I would suggest, I'm not saying you don't got to go. I ain't saying you got to leave. But most of y'all ain't going to make it here. That's just a fact. And I ain't helping your ass up. Not at all of y'all. <laughs> y'all, need, y'all would be better somewhere else. And the world's wide open. I don't want to hear about, well, this our country we built in. Ninja, please, man. Play, look, man, bro. I want to hear none of that shit. Man, go somewhere else. You got people, you got 2 million people coming across the border on a daily basis. They built where they were from. Are they still there? Nope. They going somewhere where it's better for them. Hell you talking about? The history of the world has been this. Men go where it's better for them. <laughs> right? The men that don't, they get stuck enslaved. Period. End of story. Mm. Ain't nobody gonna cater to you because your great great grandpappy built up Washington, D.C. and put stoplights there. Ain't nobody doing that shit. Nobody gonna give you a reward for that. You didn't build shit. <laughs> you talking about I built. We built. You ain't put one screw in one light bulb. What the hell are you talking about? All right, go somewhere where it's more advantageous for you. And here's the thing. This goes for even where you live. Like if you live in the Midwest, I think the Midwest is a bad place for black men, right? It's it's terrible. All right. You look at it, Detroit, Cleveland, Chicago, Milwaukee. All right. These are places are terrible for you. I mean, the, the industries aren't coming back for you to thrive there. Move. The hell. Get your ass up. Get on the boat. Get on a Greyhound, train, plane, automobile. Get the hell out. Somebody, mm. well, they need to make it better here. It ain't gonna get better. Leave. <laughs> Ninjas then leave and took carriages across the Great Plains with tornadoes and shit and Indians. And it was like, we going to somewhere better. Your punk ass won't leave Detroit. Stop. This is goofy. Mm. <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> All right, anyway, please. Man, dude, you got all these advantages worldwide. Got a global economy. You can still keep being in touch with your family. You can be all the way over there popping off 
women in Japan like crazy calling your mama in the middle of the night while it's early in the morning. Hello, mama. <laughs> right. How you doing? And got a whole co couple of Ling Lings polishing you off. Please. Move. Move. Ninjas don't want to move. They want it to be better just sitting there. <laughs> right, anyway, that's not how this works, gentlemen. Cuff your balls and pack your shit up. Most of y'all ain't got shit anyway. Most of the stuff you got, you could just sell it and leave and leave with an advantage and get the hell out of where you at, period. Anyway, let me stop. <laughs> All right. I'm telling y'all some real game information here. This is real facts. All right. I've lived in seven. By the way, just to go off on this, I've lived in seven, seven states, seven states my entire life. When it, when, it, when it was good, where I was at, it was good. When it got bad, I got the hell out of Dodge. I'm not afraid to move, all right? And I'm not afraid to move out of this country, man. Like, what? But what am I going to miss? The Reading Rainbow taking over? <laughs> all right, what am I missing? The only reason I'm here, my kids are still minors, all right? As soon as they get majors, I'm skedaddling, all right? More than likely, I'm out. Seven states. I lived in uh, California. Northern and Southern California. So I lived in San Jose, grew up most of my life in Southern California, lived in New York, Wisconsin, uh, Utah, Louisiana, New Mexico, and Nevada. And I go where the going is good and I get the hell up out of there when it's bad. <laughs> All right, where are we at? See? Three, Augusta says, wait, homie, lost his wife to Dr. Evil from Austin Powers. He says, this reads like an episode from Friends. Please don't come after me, Jeff. Short Kings, we up. All right. Yep, New York too. Did I miss New York? New York. Yep, I lived in New York. So is that eight? Yeah, man. New York. So I lived, all, I lived everywhere around this country, man. I lived in the South, the Midwest, the East, the West, the Northwest, everywhere. The desert, the mountains, <laughs> right? Where are we at here? Uh, shout out to Dr. Evil. Yes, we want to be, we want to be nice to Jeff Bezos. RN Olu says coffee for you, CGA. XX's hate logic and pragmatism. They do. My long-term girlfriend, he says, loves to hope things work out, but I told her hope is not a strategy. Shout out to you. Do not leave on hope, man. All right, it's going to be what you apply to the situation. Hope and prayer is useless. All right, uh, MC Hamster says, uh, he said, Democrat cities, uh, Democrat cities aren't the best. And I've lived in, I lived in Utah. Uh, the other place that I lived at, where well, was another Democrat city? Well, Vegas, Nevada is a, it's really a red state, but we have so much people coming in and out that it fluctuates and it's probably going blue. Um. Northern California, Southern California, red, that's a blue. Wisconsin's a red state, but the city of Milwaukee is a blue state, a blue city. Um, trying to think. It, it tends to go blue, but Wisconsin is not blue. It's red as hell. All right, uh, let's see here. Uh, did I get uh, New Mexico? Oh, Louisiana. Louisiana simply is mostly a red state. Louisiana mostly is red, but it tends to lean blue in New Orleans, Shreveport. So I've lived in red and blue. Baton Rouge. All right. MC Amster says, at a concert all weekend, my ex-ex cleaned my house 
and cook food for the week, bought her flowers, and that's the least I can do. Thank you, brothers. Thank you. 100%. You guys got to, if you want to expect certain behaviors, you got to reward certain behaviors. All right. Shout out to faith without work is dead. All right. Prayer, faith without work is dead. If you're not putting in the work and you're not being logical and pragmatic, I'm a very pragmatic guy, right? It's got to make sense. If it doesn't make sense, I ain't in it, all right? You, you can't sell me on it. This is why I can look at, well, just, I'll just teach you game. I think that's the goofiest shit out there. That's absolutely goofy because that's subjective. Subjective is not pragmatic. Subjective, subjective ideas inherently because you're taking, I'm pragmatic, I'm logical. You're taking a subjective idea like, well, this game. Okay, what is it? Describe it. It's all over the place. Shit all over the place. Well, it means when you're doing this and that. And then I'm like, well, does status, physical appearance change that? Which are not subjective. That's what it is. So then in the, the person using that, there's other people that can benefit greatly. And then you benefit at none at all because of the subjective nature of what you're selling. And then when you're selling it, it's not even tangible. See, it's very difficult to sell me something that is not tangible. I want to be able to touch it, feel it, right? I want to see the titties. The titties, I can touch the titties, right? I, I got to be able to feel it, touch it, uh, uh, read it. I got to be able to read it, apply it. It's got to be an instruction manual. Game is not instruction. Shit is all over the place. It's subjective as hell, and it's all conditional. Most of the guys that brag about it be being used either as a nerd that you can tell doesn't use it, and it doesn't work for him, and he's just lying, or the person's handsome, tall, big, masculine, rich. I mean, you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> you're like, wait. So they waste a lot of time. They got time upon time. Like, you don't have the time. And you're like, well, I don't have the time to do all that. Well, you're like, oh, Lord. Well, I'm not 6'3". Well, it sucks, but I can't control that. Wait, hold up. Guys, if you're listening to me, dating coaches, as much as I'm on you, I would tell you, be smarter about what you're trying to sell. That's why you can't sell shit. You guys got to be smarter. It is so goofy to keep think that that's, that's going to be the solution for everybody. It's going to be the solution for five. What about everybody else? I mean, it's a difficult thing for them to wrap around their head. It tells me that, you know, they're, they're missing something. They're, they're missing a key per, part of the, the equation or they're being disingenuous. And most of the time, they're being disingenuous, right? They're, it's easy to call out. It's so goofy. It's so goofy. It's so easy to call out. I could call out a mile away. But guys, that's because I have leverage and options. If you don't have leverage and options, you will think that that's the only way to do it. So you'll waste all this time on some shit that don't really going to work for you. It ain't going to work for you. It ain't going to save your life at all. It's not going to save your life. All right, shout out to Daniel McGee. Thanks, Coach. I agree. My commitment is worth way more than what any woman provides. Now, ladies, we're not belittling what you provide. Thank you very much for doing what you do out here. Thank you for the five good women that watch me. We're not belittling you what you provide. However, we got to really be putting shit into context. <laughs> we got to pull out. We got we to push it into context. I'm giving you way more than you're going to give me. Not even close. Way more. I want to hear about your little job. He says ninjas with status don't have time. Again, 
that's the thing that you can't sell game on. You'd be like, yeah, look at me. I don't have time for this shit. Like, what makes you think I have time to do all this and do all that? Well, <laughs> it's like, no, nah, man. All right. NSA L. Hobbs, he says, Islam teachings or Islam's teachings are very powerful. Simply search and you shall find and believe that solutions for individuals and families and societies to flourish worldwide is simply Islam's teachings. And shout out to you. I'm not a big, I, I don't know. I'm actually could say things when I don't know it. I don't know it. I don't know anything about Islam, not significant enough to actually talk about it. So shout out to the brothers that do follow. I'm not going to suggest that you follow it. Um, but many of the cases, they seem to have some things in order that we don't. And that is what it is. The reform Ray Ray says for getting me through. Thanks for getting me through these boring ass shifts at my job. Shout out to the everybody listening to me at my job. And JC says, will it be Gorditas and Mastodons when you open the Juco Islands? Yeah. It's a part of it. It's a part of it. Okay, here we go. We got PayPal's and Cash Apps. And you know what? I do need to go to the original Cash App and hit the like button as you guys exit. I know this is a big exit point for a lot of people. So hit the like button on the way out. We got our man, the Sojourner of Truth. He says, uh, Padrone 64 Memorial Day. Shout out to you with the Padrone. I will be smoking it up. And shout out to my man, Lamont. Says, roll the hamster wheel. Didn't help CGA on fire. All right, the hamster here. Dude, the hamster reel does not help. And if a woman breaks up your relationship because she wasn't happy, that means you really did not provide what you needed to provide, right? Right, you really didn't give her context of how important it is to do what you're doing. She needs to feel it, understand it. You don't need to over, over her head, but she needs to know that you will make her ass freeze and bankrupt her without your presence. You're going to freeze. If it's not worth, if it wasn't for me, your ass will be freezing. And she's like, well, you'll be hungry if it wasn't for me. Not me. Watch this. I'll be in the kitchen dicing up chicken, all right, and tomatoes and all kind of shit, and I'll fry up some chicken. Bitch, I ain't going to be hungry without you. I can cook, <laughs> right? You better leverage something else other than that cooking and cleaning shit because Rosalinda will be here tomorrow. All right, I don't want to hear about all that. <laughs> I'll be in there making a whole omelet. What? All right, you could do this, and what you could do is spare me time. What you could do is bring that omelet here at, in the middle of the show. Now, that would be great value to me because now I can prep my show. My show can get better. As my show gets better, maybe I get better results income-wise. As a result, you're going to feel that wave, right? So time-wise, it would be a benefit of me for not worrying about making my omelet. It's not that I can't do it. Maybe, in fact, you can help me with that. And, bitch, you're going to get the windfall. You're going to get the benefit. And, no, I ain't going to ask for it. And, no, I'm not going to jump through hoops and hurdles for you to do it. If you don't want to do it, fine. Go back home after we, go, after we sleep with each other. You're going back to your house. Because you're just going to waste my time. What are we doing this morning? What are we doing for breakfast? Instead of saying, this ninja, man, if I actually get behind this ninja, this ninja going to win. And as a result of me winning, I'm a win. He got the value. You should be good morning, honey. Here's your omelet and orange juice. Just how you like it. And John won. Now, you can go back and do whatever you need to do. I don't need you here. All <laughs> right. You can take the credit card. Oh, um, I need to go shopping. Okay, here you go. Bye. Mm. 
All right. But anyway, not many girls, not many women in today are trained up for that. Instead, she's like, I hate bringing him that. And he didn't do this. And I gave him some punani and I made his omelet. This is an imbalance. This is completely unfair. I'm giving him punani and making him an omelet. And I'm using his credit card to go shopping. Something's wrong. She's sitting in her car listening to TikTok. Some crazy ass TikTok put her in her head. You're being treated wrong. He's taking advantage of you. Oh, my God. This is terrible. She walks in my house, says she's being disadvantaged. She's not happy. She goes back out to the real world and has to sell Pudusi the rest of her life. Mm. Trying to find another me. Baby, there ain't another me out here. There ain't an. If there is another me, somebody else got her. Got it. There ain't that many me's out here. There ain't that many me's. There's a whole bunch of you hoes out here. Whole bunch. Mm. You got to let them know that. When they start telling you do goofy shit, send me a sexy picture. But I ain't got no time for that. <laughs> Don't treat me like these goofy ass ninjas. There ain't many me's out here. Now, you might think I'm a mini me, but there ain't many me's out here. Trust me. There's an endless supply of you. Not only here in the United States, I can go abroad. I can go anywhere. I can go to Peru, Saudi Arabia. I can find many of yous. <laughs> and bring them here and they'll be like, all right, I'm happy for a little bit. Shout out to Han Solo. Shot first. In the building. Shout out to you. And we got Randy K. She says, good morning, Mr. Adams, patiently on standby. Mm, as you know, mm, I know what you mean. All right. Shout out to I need money. I got money. And here he says, while there are few, there are few you write about rewarding those. Yes. You got to reward. You got to reward. Guys, if you're going to do this without reward, I don't know what you're doing. You're going to frustrate yourself. Shout out to. Pretty boy Floyd in the building. Shout out to you on the cash app. Shout out to you on the cash app. Hello. Where are we at? We got a couple Venmos and PayPals. Do we got Super Chats taken care of? We do. We got a couple Venmos and PayPals. We're going to get to those right now. Oh, that, shout out to Miss Rodriguez. Oh, sorry. Miss Ramirez. Miss Ramirez, I see you out here. Thank you. And good luck with your boys because... You know, raising boys as a single mom, I hope the father's involved. It's tough. Daylay says, Coach, I personally believe child support should also be for married couples that were married 10 years plus. He says, question, do you believe if they remove child support, single motherhood would go down? Absolutely. Dude, I think you mean you believe child support should not be for married couple? I think you meant should not be. Uh, but uh, if they remove the access to child support, Women will stay in relationships, period. Mm. They would not leave their marriage. They would not leave. All right, more women will just stick it out. Because as you know, child support is not the only thing they access. They access to all the government benefits in addition. Section 8, SNAP, EBT, WIC, all right, rent vouchers and all that shit is attached to child support. Um, when they decide to jump ship, they're calculating all that shit as a financial windfall. Then they can play the victim and get their bosses to buy them cars and shit and have them not pay insurance and gas. Like there's a lot of financial kickdowns. Um, you remove the child support, you remove access to government benefits, wrap. All right. But anyway, you're just going to have an unhappy, honorary woman to deal with. Mr. Del Rio is in the building. 
He says, did you see the California berserkly had a graduation class that was segregated, all black, and they're going to trick people into going back to segregation, whereas Malcolm and Martin, when you need them, as a matter of fact, Malcolm probably was a proponent of segregation. He probably didn't mind that. I'm sorry. Yeah, Malcolm was. Martin Morton was an integrator. Um, you can have a great dialogue about whether integration was a benefit for blacks. But um, I do find that when universities sec separate their um, graduation ceremonies and proms, I think it's somewhat despicable, but sometimes it's historical as well, right? Because there's a need for it and it, there always was ever present. But that California berserkly uh, uh, graduation ceremony was for the African-American studies program. Okay, it's it was for the, so... As you know, if you went to Cal Berserkly and got an African-American studies degree, slap yourself. Slap, please. I mean, you better turn into the next Jim Brown. You better turn into the next Dr. Harry Edwards. You better turn into the next. Shout out to Dr. Harry Edwards. Met him in person. Got a great picture of him with my kids. I definitely love those brothers. Shout out to Jim Brown and rest in peace. All right. Shout out to. Wow. We got a long one. We got a long one. Stay tuned. Shout out to Thomas says, Coach, my ex-wife still be giving up the cheeks over the weekend. And over the weekend, I took her to the dark side. She was needing help dismantling a treadmill. Oh, this is your ex-wife. And on the way to the house, I told her, what do I get? And she asked me, what do you want? And my response was, take a wild guess. She laughed and I ended the conversation. Needless to say, I asked her again later at the house, what did I get? What do I get? And he says, and I kid you not, she asked if I if I want her to give me the Gluck Luck 3000. And I said, deal. I can tell you, Coach Gang, the coach is right. These women are all on the spectrum. Does she have a boyfriend? That's what I don't, that's what I'm missing. She's your ex-wife, but does she have another man? I'm interesting. He says, um, and the only real value that they offer a man is exclusive access to the body been seen and not heard be seen better seen and not heard every interaction is transactional all of them all of them so make sure you get what you want if she respects you she will give up the cheeks and in service to your requirements coach gang and free agent lifestyle for life okay and guys don't discount the amount of time you do crazy shit to get access to women guys add that shit up you're paying for the transaction you're paying for the access we got three more. Hope they're not long. Kevin says, you are so right about mothers with sons. I am the fourth of five boys in growing up. My mother gave me red pills whenever my older brothers would get married, divorce, and, or get a woman knocked up. She also told me to learn how to cook and clean and dress yourself because these women will not do these things. He says, this was in the 90s and your show proves her point. Leverage options. Learn how to cook. Learn how to wash your own dishes. Get a dishwasher. Learn how to do your own, fold your clothes. Learn how to put your clothes away. Guys, a, a, a goofy woman will try to leverage that against you. Guys, make learn how to make eight meals. Eight meals. That's all you got to do. Learn how to push the, the, the button on the washer and dryer. Learn how to fold your... Dude, it's a wrap. They, they, they can't leverage that against you now. I was in a marriage where that was leveraged against me, right? That was like, well, I'm not going to do this anymore. I was like, what? Dumped my clothes in the dryer, was like button pressed. All right, folded up my eight T-shirts, five basketball shorts, folded, hung my jeans up like what? What? 
<laughs> what you going on strike? You think I'm going to need you, bitch? You here to make my life convenient, not do things that I need to survive. That's what I do for you. I do things to help you survive. You're here to make my life convenient. Make, make everything convenient for me. That's what you're here to do. Not because I can't do it. <laughs> Jesus. These people goofy out here, man. Don't let these goofy girls get you with that. Learn how to get a fresh piece of chicken breast. All right. Unthought of bitch. Throw some seasoning on it. You can throw some garlic on it. You can throw some Montreal seasoning. You can throw some seasoning salt, some lemon pepper, whatever you want. Slice it. Get some good knives, ninjas. Get good knives. Slice up the chicken. I made three or four videos about this. Dice the chicken up. Put the oil in there. Throw it in the damn pan. Sear that shit up. Ninja, please. Mm. <laughs> marinate it. When you get better, marinate it. Get you a grill. Get a rice cooker. Anything in a can is warmed up in a minute and 30 seconds. <laughs> like, what the fuck? It ain't that hard to cook. And no, I don't need no damn garnish or no dressing. Just give me the damn chipotle sauce. Let me put it over my chicken breast. Get the rice cooker. Scoop the rice out. Get the beans. Put it on top of the rice. Ninja, we eating. Mm. We eating, bro. It's barbecue in there. And do it right in front of her face. And do it when she says, oh, I want you to cook for me too. Mm. This ain't how this work, baby. Baby. No. Absolutely not. I'm showing you I can do this shit. What you need to show me is you can do it better. Ninja ain't cooking for you. We can help cook eat for each other, but I ain't cooking shit for you. <laughs> what? Mm. And the minute I cook for you is the minute you are on fornication schedule. That's all you're going to be. Do not think you about to sleep in my bed. Do not think I'm going to give you anything in terms of protection, security, or provision. Where we at here? Bruh, cooking is super simple. Do not be scared of cooking, guys. Do not let women leverage those cooking and cleaning. Man, I got Rosalinda and her friend be over here. I can have them over here daily, weekly. It's in the budget. Double A, Mr. Allen says, been on the grind, coach. You are the master show enough. Thank you, brother. Indeed. Mr. Dillims is in the building. He says, coach, you're the best. Thank you for your knowledge. All right. Indeed. But uh, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Only reward good behavior. Shout out to Dele, says coach, regarding guys going overseas. Almost every day, the black queen and overweight Beckys are making videos with veins popping in their foreheads, screaming and bashing black men who are going overseas. One girl was saying, girls, uh, we done effed up. It's too late. They're not coming back. Yeah, man. They, ladies, man, listen. Not only have they messed up. Actually, I have a great video that I'm going to show later. One woman, uh, I think a man or a woman saying, hey, man, you know, women, men can get what women provided and leverage. They can get it by paying for it. Not just sex, but cleaning, food delivery, all the things that women say, well, I ain't going to cook you clean. Well, bitch, you ain't going to be a part of my life. Get out. All right. But then another woman saying, well, men can't afford it. All right. So another woman saying, if it, if, uh, and, and it's another video saying a housewife saying um, what it, what women are worth as a stay at home mom. Right. They, it's worth six figures. Then another woman saying men can't don't have enough to afford this. Right. So this conversation is going on. Really, they they've. um uh, the, the word is I can't think of the word, but um I've talked about it before. Is that everything that they provide is because we can 
the um, they've outsourced. They've outsourced themselves. That's the word. They've outsourced themselves, right? Even down to sex, because they were like, "Well, sex work is real work." Well, you don't realize they don't have no long term vision. Well, if you do that and you want to uplift them, that means more women are going to do it. More women are going to provide that. That means more men have access to that. <laughs> right? I don't know, man. Sometimes they don't think like, ma'am. And by the way, if you're with me, let me do the thinking. And if you have an idea, I want you to think twice before you say it. <laughs> you, I have an idea. Okay, run that by your girlfriend. Run that by your daddy before you run it by me. All right, now run it by me. This shit better be good because I didn't stop what the hell I was doing. And it's nine times under 10 chance it's going to be stupid. But it's going to be something that I already thought about or something that lacks vision and depth. But that's neither here nor there. Before you speak it, think that shit out, sound it out. Say it to yourself before you say it to me. Say it to yourself before you say it to me. Now, if you say it to me and it's goofy, I'm going to say this is not what you're here for. Okay? You're here for a whole nother reason. This is not your strong suit. Let me do the thinking. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, because your whatever you're thinking about is going to be like driving the car in reverse. Why don't we drive our cars in reverse everywhere we go? That's what it's going to sound like. It's like, what about the fact that the lights are on this side we can do it nate listen your idea is not dumb it's doable <laughs> what you're suggesting could happen logically we can all get have our cars and we can all switch to driving in reverse doesn't make it logical doesn't make it practical doesn't make it something that could happen where everybody can jump on and adapt without causing calamities and collisions everywhere. So it's doable, <laughs> but it's dumb on face value. So let's just qualify it. That's what it's going to sound like when you start thinking for me. Listen, let me do the thinking. <laughs> and you get the reward. And you know what I mean? <laughs> Ladies mad at me. And if you got an idea, I would suggest instead of Telling me the idea, actually do it. And then when you come back with 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 um, it's kind of like the Smurf. Remember when the Smurfs would open the package from the uh joke Smurf and then the Smurf will get the face blown up, right? Whatever idea you have, I suggest that you do that shit first and then then come back to me with the egg on your face, and then I can say, see. But don't come up with an idea and then and then tell me to do it. And then when it don't work, you got your hands clean. You don't got your blood, no dirt on your hands. Nah, go on and do what you think. Go, go on and do it. Go on and do it. And then test that shit out. And then when it don't work, then you could be like, well. <laughs> well, you know they're not going to do that, right? Because they know it ain't going to work. So they ain't going to do it. Yeah, they're going to cause you all kind of money. Why did you do that? What? Now that's $3,000 in my box. I got to come out with. Shout out to Han Solo. Shot first. 20 years food service. Wish a bitch would threaten me. My man working food service. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. 20 years. By the way, some of the best chefs in the world, some of the best cooks, the most critically acclaimed, some of the most prominent chefs 
some of the most well-known cooks, even Chef Boy RD, even Uncle Ben's Ninja. All right? Men. And I always tell women, it's not that I want you to cook because you could cook better. It's because you make it convenient for me that you provide that service. Now, I could probably outcook most every woman under the age of 30. I can outcook you. So it's not that you're cooking because you're good at it. You're cooking because I need you to. It's better for me time-wise. All right, but with that being said, if I need to throw down, I can throw down. And shout out to this, probably some gorditas out here that'll be like, I'll take that challenge. They be in the kitchen dicing up tomatoes and pico de gallo. They be like, you can't do this. They be taking that avocado. They be mashing up the guacamole, putting the seasoning in it. You can't do this, Ninja. She be serving up street tacos like, Ninja, you can't beat me. <laughs> and I'll be like, well. Gordita. <laughs> it is what it is, baby. I guess, uh, yeah. Here's a happy home for you. All right. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> yeah, they go. No, they're not going to poison you with you. They just go take that knife, whatever they cooking up for you. Because you know they're going to get the talking and she's going to be waving that knife. she be like, and another damn thing. And you were like, just, just, just get that knife. Hide the knives if you have a gordita come over. Hide the knives. <laughs> oh, we need a cooking contest. Hide the knives, bruh. They come over. You'd be like, okay, you are you cooking right now? Okay, you get two knives. You get two knives out. What, what two knives? Give her a basket like this. Pick two knives and keep the rest. Don't let her get the whole block of knives. She got the whole block of knives over here like, <laughs> give me the knife. All right. Don't let her get the whole block and you got none. You know what I mean? Because she going to just start. She could be like, what you say? <laughs> she hit your ass. Anyway. Yeah, man. Don't get caught backwards, man. Because, boy. And this is something they can control, man. Knives out. They know how to use a knife, bro. <laughs> All right. Listen. We gets everybody around here. Uh, look. Take a take a take a day, take a day, take a knee. Everybody go ahead and take a knee. I'm gonna be back this evening and I'm checking to see if I have everybody before I get out of here and acknowledge them. Hit the like button on the way out. Uh, and we got everybody. Shout out to the coach gang, and we'll be back this evening. Hit the like button. All right, and peace. Peace. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs, and I just I'm just using it. All I gotta do is put my card in, and that's it, and put the pin number and Boom, money just comes right out. I'm like hotter than average. Take the average. I'm hotter than average. I'm smarter than average. I'm funnier than average. I'm above, I'm an above average individual. I'm 33 and I look like young. So yeah, I'm pretty sure that I deserve an insanely rich guy.